This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Today on the Little Dum Dum Club, the grand finale of our Los Angeles trip episodes, we did something a little different. We went around. Well, who would you say the guest is on this episode? Um, the guest is bad food. Mm-hmm. The guest is bad choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so we'll get into that in a minute. But before we do that, we need to let you know about some live shows that we have coming up. We are going to be doing – we've got three more left for the end of the year, don't we? Is yeah, that fair? that's it. We've got Melbourne coming up first. We've got a – you may have heard about it already. Some people still manage to, to not find out about this stuff even though we plug it every yes. week. But uh, we're doing our big Melbourne live show at the Croxton uh, Band Room in oh, what was it on saturday october the 21st mm-hmm. yep and of course we uh this is very rare for us uh the first time and last time we're naming our guests we have <laughs> the, we have lawrence mooney and fiona lachlan yeah head to head your favorite pairing of all time on this podcast apart from us two uh, probably in front of us too for a lot of you as well mm-hmm. though um so that is going to be very special and spectacular if it's anything like some of the recent podcasts live podcasts we've been doing there'll be Plenty of very funny and very inappropriate stuff that we'll have to cut out for the recording to go on the internet. Mm-hmm. Yep, definitely. That's going to be huge. Don't miss out on that. Also, we have Perth. We're going back over there Sunday, November the 19th. That's going to be amazing. Always love getting over to Perth. Uh, the Perth contingent really comes out in full force. It's live stand-up. It's a live podcast with some great guests that are making the trek over. Um, uh, and it's, yeah, it's uh, one, one time for the year in Perth, so make the most of it. Come over, uh, all the people that we usually see, we'd love to see you again. And, of course, when we do our little lap of the country, we get the new people that have got in, gotten into it in the last 12 months. Yeah. So it's nice to meet you guys as well. Uh, and then uh, Canberra, we're going back up there. We announced that last week. So, no, Saturday, November the 25th. It's us driving up with some guests, doing a big live podcast. It's going to be awesome. We went to Canberra for the first time last year and it was so good that we went, you know what, we got to do it again. And uh, we have a new venue. We're not in Captain Cook's Cottage or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck it was last year with <laughs> yes. a dirt floor and a straw ceiling. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're in a new venue. Uh, it's a, it's a Hopefully lovely... it's worse. Yeah, I, I would take the word hopefully out of that. Um, so it's a new venue. It's a, no, a nice new pop-up venue near the university, I think. So yeah. go to the website. Go to our website for all the details. If you're unsure on the timing, the dates, everything like that, uh, littledumdumclub.com, that is where you'll find all the info. Or if you want to jump on the social medias, we, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, on Instagram. We're always very busy on all of that sort of stuff if you want to get a bit of a visual component to all yes. this. Yes, we also have a Patreon that you can support us through if you would like, uh, if you want to chip in and get some rewards and uh, show your appreciation and keep the show going. Uh, part of that is that we will read out your name. We are doing them at the end of the show now, so stick around after the episode if you want to hear that or if you feel like chipping in, patreon.com slash Club, or if you want some merchandise, T-shirts with our uh, logo and stuff on them, uh, tickets to all the live shows that we've just mentioned, littledumdumclub.com is the place to go to get all of that. So enjoy this episode. Well, should, of- we, should we set it up a little? Bit. I mean, this is this is no guess. Usually, I mean, I would, I'd be surprised if this is the first time. We're about to listening. throw to a clip where we set it up, so oh, are we? I don't think we need to do any more. Okay. Yes. <laughs> anyway, enjoy this episode. Welcome once again into the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. Thank you so much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasselow and as always, sitting across from me, the other half of the program, Carl Chandler. G'day, dickhead. Now, we are back from America. We've been back for like a week 
have you recovered from all the shit food that we ate? Uh, I have really, you know, it's a good day to ask me because I've absolutely pounded myself at the gym today nice. and I'm a broken man. Um, just doing extra stuff to try and get over the fact we were just eating shit every mm. day over there. Which is kind of what we're here to talk about on today's episode. Yeah, there's no guests apart from our own greed and gluttony mm. and bad decision making. Our own, our own prolapsed anuses mm. just staring back at us going, yeah. why did you do this to me? It actually fixed mine up. <laughs> <laughs> mine was fucked and this... It, this went, it, it went back in because it couldn't handle what yeah. it was having to look at. <laughs> it just threw it off. It confused it. <laughs> it saw the state of 2017 and went, I reckon I'm safer back in here. Yeah. Uh, political. Um, so yeah, we did a we did a trip to uh, Montreal for the comedy festival, and mm-hmm. then we went to New York, and then we went to Los Angeles. And while we were in Los Angeles, we thought we would do an episode of this where we went around and tried as many of the American burger chains as we could find. Yeah, um, as many of the sort of down market or whatever you like to describe it as the the normal people, you know, the common people food. Mm, yeah, you know. the flyover states. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we did a we did a road trip episode recently where we went looking for Matthew Delavadova and people. People seem to like that and so we went, well, there's no we, – we, we don't know enough about basketball to kind of have any idea of the whereabouts of potential Los Angeles-based basketball stars. Are there even any of them? No. So we figured instead let's transplant that over to something that we're truly passionate about, bad fast food. Mm. Um, so d- let's just give a bit of uh, context for where we're both at diet-wise in the lead up to uh, being in LA, because LA was the last place that we went. We started off in Montreal. I was personally very excited about all the poutine over there. Um, That's kind of their regional dish that everyone hypes up. Yeah, and I think both of us coming to, on our way to America, had been very good boys Mm. and hadn't eaten very badly on the way up because I think we both thought it was like being in Australia for the last week or two before we went to America was Mm. like um, just saving up for dessert, leaving room for dessert. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Um, So I, I... I got in. I was very excited about the poutine. Now, where we were in Montreal, the the kind of the festival is like all kind of based in the hotel that we were staying in and kind of the surrounding kind of block, yep. which turns into this big kind of weird French outdoor festival. And so for the first couple of nights, we only really had time to eat poutine from these kind of little food truck things that were set up yep. that I could immediately tell this isn't the best of what this city has to offer. No, I got put off the poutine pretty quickly. Yeah. It was all pretty shit actually. It was actually. pretty average. Yeah. It was pretty average. So uh, we kind of went exploring and we ended up going – I went there twice to a place called Dirty Dogs, which was recommended to us by a listener. Yep. Uh, I went there the first day and I got a mac and cheese hot dog and then because it was the first day and I was feeling good about being healthy, I thought I'll get a side salad. Big mistake. The side salad was more rank than oh. any chips and gravy. It f- made me feel worse than the mac and cheese hot Why? dog somehow. It was just, sh- you know, those really shit wilted leaves right. and like the dressing in it that feels like it's just pure butter. Like right. that real, okay. it was really no good. <laughs> I, th- I thought you were going to say the, the lettuce was made of hot dogs or something. Like it no. was actually worse for you. I would have preferred that. Yeah. And so th- that kind of taught me a lesson about being in the States where I went, don't do things by halves. Right. If you're going to go to a place like this called yep. Dirty Dogs, just go all the way and get the chips and the poutine and stuff on the side. Um, but we went back there with some listeners after our live show uh, where that time around I had the poutine with mac and cheese on top of it. You went in like an absolute big boy. You got yourself like – what did you get? You got like a burger and a poutine and a milkshake? Yeah, it was 
Way too much. And I think the listeners were all kind of horrified at the scene that they were witnessing, to be honest. Yeah, well, I didn't know I was doing it. Like, I thought – like, they brought it out. They were huge portions. So, yeah. I, I actually – I was pretty good. I didn't eat it all. I didn't eat a half of it. Yeah. It was just insanely big. So. You looked like you'd barely touched it. Yeah. Well, look, I, I, I was being good. Like, it was just way, way – look, to get one of those things was too much. And it looked like it really destroyed you as well because we, we walked out of the, out, of the, out of the place. I spent, like, another couple of hours with the listeners. We got out into the street. You literally just went – Bye, everyone. <laughs> and then just like rolled down the hill. Like yeah. it was a very unceremonious exit from you. I was pretty keen to get some exercise. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'd eaten already and we'd been drinking for a fair bit. And so, yeah, I was I like... I will say, Dirty Dogs is the one place that I went to in Canada and the US that did not have any kind of Wi-Fi in the store. Oh, Isn't yeah, Isn't that right. unbelievable in 2017? It was good over there. America, you've got one thing right. Mm. A lot of free, free Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. Yeah. Very good free Wi-Fi. Yep. Um, so then we went over to New York where... Uh, I was very happy to revisit a place called Artichokes Pizza, who do a uh, a great a great New York slice. Here is my philosophy when travelling: go and or any sort of restaurant, you know, get the specialty, get what they're mm. good at. Don't fuck around. Don't think about oh no, but I feel like this today. No, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Get the thing that they do good, or do what you do: ask the waiter for a recommendation and then order something different. <laughs> no, I think you know what Dill's a bigger fan of that than me. Uh, Dill Rock Jai Singer. Interesting. That's yeah. very interesting. He, he loves the recommendations. Mm-hmm. But um, I think, uh, yeah, look, New York for me was like, I didn't get that much pizza. I, you know, I think New York, go and get pizza. Uh, the pizza wasn't that amazing. I, You know what I discovered in my, this time in America, in, in New York was, is the, the little, those little stores that do the, um, they look like 7-Elevens, they look like little convenience stores, mm-hmm. but they've got the full deli. Oh they're yeah, absolutely yeah, they're great. I, I I nearly had every meal from one of them. They were amazing. Well, quickly speaking of delis, I in Montreal there's a, a famous one called Schwartz's Deli, mm. which we went to a party which was catered by them, and their food was excellent. And so then I was walking past there, and I bought a t-shirt from there because I love, I just love a t-shirt from a. You don't see that here very often. Like every yeah, yeah, restaurant yeah. will just go, oh. fuck it, we've got merch. Oh, I, I was I was rejected by two different restaurants. Oh yeah, because you tried. I tried to like, get merch. Yeah, and they said nah. And it's, they almost looked at me like, what? Why would you want that? But that's it. The one that I bought, they have it up in the window for you to see when you walk past, and then you go in there and ask, and they look at you like you're a fucking lunatic. Yeah. They were like, oh, have you got a? Are you what sandwich do you want? And I'm like, I just want a t-shirt. Yeah. And they're like. Uh, okay. And then there's 15 minutes of fucking around for them to find this thing. No one seems to know where the T-shirts are stored. Exactly my experience. I walked in and to an ice cream shop and mm-hmm. said, can I have one of those T-shirts that you've got hanging up? And they go, no. <laughs> no, we don't have any. I'm like, there's fucking one right there. Like, yeah. No, no, no. It's not for We're sale. We're not stripping that off the mannequin. Yeah. So then I went to a Thai place in LA and, and again, and you know what? And I've told you this. I went in there just strictly to get the T-shirt. Then I thought, this is stupid walking off the street to get a T-shirt. I'll have something to eat first. Mm-hmm. So I sat there, ate for an hour or whatever it is, then go, oh, I'll just get the T-shirt for dessert. And they go, no, we don't have any. Oh, fuck, I just wasted a meal. Yeah, I- they should let you know when you sit down. It's like, they'll, you know, when they go through the menu, places will often go, just so you know, we're out of the soup. Yeah, yeah. They should do that with the T-shirts. Yeah. Well, so Today's I- special is no T-shirts. <laughs> Today's special is skins. Yeah, jumpers. So I went, I, I had my Schwartz's T-shirt on when we left Montreal. At the airport, they had like a kind of a little airport version of another local deli. And I, right before our flight, I went to order an egg sandwich. And the guy behind the counter... I prefer 
further duck, but go for it. <laughs> Looked at me furiously and just pointed at my breast, which had the Schwartz's logo on it. And he almost refused to serve me because yeah. I was wearing the T-shirt of his competition. Yeah. And I had to do some pretty fast talking in order to be served their shit-ass glad-wrapped sandwich that had been sitting <laughs> in the counter for fucking oh. 14 hours. Yeah, the almighty fine cuisine of the airport. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I was like, you know what? If it was this, if it was the actual bricks and mortar store, and it was across the street or something, I would kind of understand it a little bit more. But you're the fucking airport. Like yeah. you're literally the only place to get food at from the airport. Yeah. You can't afford to be too high and mighty. Yeah, totally. So what what we're inching towards is, um, so we went to four places in LA, and mm. what we did was we went out, we brought the little mini recorder out, and we documented us eating. Eating at four different places. Yeah. Um, and over these recordings, you will hear my enthusiasm for the project slowly die off. Because before we got there, I, I, I said to you, we should do this. This would be a great – people would love this. Yep. And then all of a sudden I realised I was beholden to eating nothing but this shit yeah. for four days straight. Yeah. And there was a point where you go, let's go. And I was kind of digging my heels in. Yeah. And you go, man, if we don't do it now, we're never going to do it. We've just got to go and do it. You basically had to drag me there. Yeah, it was real and homework. It, like, fucking, oh, man, it's tough. Like, man, it, it, reminded like, me of, it reminded me of that thing where, you know, porn stars all of a sudden sort of go, oh, do I have to go to work today? Mm. Do I have to yeah. have sex with a beautiful woman? It's like, that, that was us because yeah. we were having sex with the burgers. We were eating big cum burgers every day <laughs> yeah i i mean my i felt like it, it was like a mini super size me where by the yeah. end my skin felt disgust i just felt disgusting in yeah. every way i felt disgusting just being in most of these venues because totally. they weren't great totally so um yeah so we, we went through as many as we could i will say quickly that uh a big shout out to the new york chain of shake shack which is oh. still one of the best burgers in the states i reckon yep. uh, i went there by myself and i got given what do you reckon of this they took my name they gave me a number and they gave me a buzzer. The oh. big trinity. Wow. And then they gave you a name. It gets <laughs> Yeah. What like, name did they that, give you? That would actually that would be a good system. A restaurant yeah. rather than asking for your name, yeah. they just go, You're Rodney. Yep. And then you just have to sit there and be extra alert. I have to say I did go I went to Shake Shack in New York as well with Milan. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did they did I did have to answer the name of Kyle. Oh, so, really? Yeah, yeah, great. Like everywhere else. Well, this was my thing. They go, what's your name? Here's your buzzer. And then the buzzer has a number on it. And then they get to the order and they just go, 16. The buzzer doesn't go off. Yeah, right. They don't follow up with my name. Yeah. So it's like someone in the office just ordered these fucking buzzers. They're basically using the buzzers as like table numbers. How I much, didn't see anyone's buzzer go off. How much, is, how much are those buzzers worth? Yeah, I don't if know. you walk out the door with one, what do they what do they cost to replace? What can you get on the for them on the black market? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can, can you have a, can we have a look? Maybe we should Google it and see if we can buy any of these ones they, that people have walked out the door. Do people get on on eBay and sell them after they've walked out of a restaurant with they're, them? They're wildly unnecessary, aren't they? I get, I kind of get that if it's a big place, you go to your table and then you can get. Especially but like, when you pl- get it where it's like the furthest table is still massively within earshot of the counter. Especially at a place like Shake Shack where we were in there and it was just it's just chockers. It's just mm. an absolute yeah. meat market in there of yeah. just people standing around. There's no table space. Yeah. It's like it's not like I'm lounging around, fucking around going, you know, I won't even notice if my burger gets and, cold. Yeah, exactly. This thing that violently vibrates in your hand, it's like, guess what? I'm hungry. That's why I ordered this burger. Yeah, I'm not yeah. sleeping on it. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be alert. Yep. Um, so uh, we started off with In and Out. Now already, so this uh, is we're now in LA. This yeah, is this is LA. the LA project. I had gotten to LA uh, a few hours before you. I had some time to kill. I went down and got In and Out 
by myself the night before this. Mm-hmm. And so this was the very next meal that I had. So already I'm, I'm, I'm hating this from the get-go. By the way, I'd done exactly the same thing because you got in earlier than me, mm. ate that, then went to a show. I yep. got in as you were at the show, yep. went up to in and out and got myself the same thing. I just didn't know what our schedule was going to be, so I thought I'll get it in now. And yep. then the next we start out the next day. And so already it's like – Two meals in a row, I've had a burger. So I'm yeah. already feeling shit. The same burger. Um, so. Uh, and, and hopefully a lot of people here, well, the majority of our listeners are Australians, I, I would dare say. Um, and you would probably have heard of In-N-Out. In-N-Out got a pretty sweet reputation yeah. amongst Australians and, and travellers to LA and those sort of states. Well, this is the thing. In-N-Out, every now and then you'll sort of see on pedestrian or whatever, they'll just out of the blue, they'll announce that In-N-Out's doing like a pop-up a pop-up yep. in, in Sydney. Yep. I think they did one in Melbourne like a year ago or something. Right. And people just jizz their little panties over it. People yeah. go bananas for it. Yeah. You, like typically, I think the one in Melbourne was like a two-hour lineup or something crazy like that. Yep. We got a pit. Next time we do it. Next time they do it, we've got to pitch to be the host of this thing. Oh. We've got to have we've got to pitch oh, yeah. to have something to do with well, it. Let's be the ones answerable to the t- people waiting for <laughs> fucking two hours for a small chips. That'd be great. Yeah, that company that has Bible verses printed on the bottom of yeah. their fry packets. Yeah. They'll want to get into bed with us. Yeah. <laughs> Cunt three sixteen. Um. So in and out. Uh. They're a, they're they're to this day they are a family business. They are still. Uh, I think it's like the gr- the, the granddaughter. Of the original couple that set it up is still involved. Oh, right. She's still involved in running the show. Now, I'm um, just trying to remember what we talked about when we're there live, when we're actually there eating burgers, but I don't think we talked. We only too really much. talked about how they're specifically West Coast based yep. and how they have kind of religious. A yep. bit of religious stuff going on. Yep. So there's, there's, you can only really, you know, you're not getting in and out in New York, are you? You're not getting in and out anywhere near New York, that no, side of the country. No, there's two states in the sort of the middle of the country that have it that I saw on a map today. Right. Um, they did set up in one place because there was a place in 2007, a place sort of set up that was like calling their burgers the double double and oh. having a, a, a secret menu like In and Out do. Yeah. And so In and Out sued them and won. And then they changed – and so they were like, okay, we'll change the name of some of these things. So then what In-N-Out did was they set up their own In-N-Out very near this place just to kind of oh, double right. and fuck them over. Yep. And the name of this place, Chadders. Ch- Ch- Chadders? Chadders. C-H-A-D-D-E-R-S? Nice. That's a terrible limp name for a restaurant, isn't yep, it? Yeah, Chadders. Well, if you're going to be a copy of In and Out, just call it full penetration. Call yes. it something, yes. something slightly. Call it putting it in and then leaving it in there. Yep. For for it in perpetuity until it goes off. Yes. Yeah. Um, so it was set up by a guy called Harry Snyder. Uh, he died at the ripe old age of 63, which is not a great advertisement for running a fast food yeah, chain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> when did, what year did they start? Uh, I don't have that information readily available. I think like the 50s right. or 60s. Because they've got a really old school sort of a feel where, um, you they know, they've they got those paper hats on mm. and all that They were sort the of first drive through in California. Oh, yeah. Um, they were the first place to have like a two-way rate, like ordering system where oh. you could talk to the person and they could hear you kind of thing. Okay. Um, it's one of the only chains in the States that pays its employees more than minimum wage. Oh, right. So they, they make a point of going above what the mandated um, absolute minimum is. Which right. I, which is pretty cool. Um, a lot of the stores do this thing where they have palm trees planted out the front in an X shape as a reference and in honour of the founder Harry Snyder's favourite movie, It's a Mad, 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 Mad World. <laughs> Haggard's that. What? Haggard's that. 
<laughs> what a... All right. Good thing that's his favourite movie and not... Imagine if he was like, he'd love Twin Peaks and then they just have yeah. to have a dead woman wrapped in plastic oh, out man. the front of all the restaurants. Fuck. That, that would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. They, um, his favourite movie was Caddyshack. So there's a pool out the back with a big turd in it. <laughs> <laughs> there's a turd How in the deep that? fryer at all times. That would be amazing. Yeah. How good's that? How wild is that? But two two thing. different things going on though. Why is there a need for a tribute to It's a Mad, Mad, Mad World? Mm-hmm. And and what an obscure reference to an obscure film. And how do you do that? Like, how do you make sure when the palm trees... What do you have to do to the palm trees as they're, you know, to, like, make sure that they're crossed over? Even the people who made that movie wouldn't walk past those palm trees and go, oh, well, they've fucking ripped uh, us off. They've done it again. It's a bit of a nod of the hat to us. Yeah, but that's, like, that's, that's funny of them to sue Chatters for ripping them off and then do a bit of Mad, Mad, Mad World gear themselves. Well, to be cheeky. fair, Mad, Mad, Mad World aren't selling burgers and fries. Fair, so, fair. yeah, they're not in the same business. But w- the other thing that I love about this is that this is on their Wikipedia page, that this is a thing that they do. But it's not even all of them. It's just some of them. Right. So so this is this is a running thing with some of these places, what, which I love, in that, you know, we're very used to a fast food chain going, right, this is what happens. Yeah. Where you rock up, there's a fucking statue of a clown on the front uh-huh. door, has to be there, there's a, there's a Big Mac, there's a... this. this these are the way the fries have got to be cooked. Man, some of them have got these lax rules where it's like, ah, oh, yeah, we've got burgers and whatever and fucking work the rest of it out yourself yeah, if yeah, you yeah. want. Yeah, you're allowed to kind of go off script. Yeah, that you, is really interesting. Give yourself, you know, put some of your personality in there. If there's a favourite movie of yours, you know, make a we- really weird obscure <laughs> tribute to it somewhere in the in the women's toilets if you want. For, do what the so, fuck you want. It's so, yeah, it's so good and it's so fortunate that his favourite movie was such a tame was such a tame thing. Imagine You'd being never hear the, of that here. Imagine being the CEO of a business and walking in and going, "What the fuck is that?" Oh, my favourite movie is Gremlins too. So yeah. I thought I'd fucking put a, mo- a mogwai uh, in a little bit of mogwai in every fucking yeah. milkshake. The guy who started La Porchetta, his favourite movie is Mad Max, yeah, on Thunderdome, which is why there's always two people punching on out the front of every restaurant and a dead pregnant woman <laughs> on the side of the road out the front. So Harry Snyder, the founder, he dies at the age of 63. His son, Rich Snyder, then takes over. And, uh, and he kind of pushes them into, like, really expanding into more and more and more states. He then dies in a, in a light plane crash, Big Bopper style, oh. just as it's, like, gotten... Oh. Just as the, just as the expansion is really taking on and it's like, hey, this is going big. So then his brother, Guy Snyder, takes well, over. Well, clever. They didn't put the two brothers yes. on the same yes. plane, just like Air Force One. But then the, the brother, Guy Snyder, takes over... He then dies from an overdose of painkillers. Oh. So we recently... Well, to be fair, there's no more pain after that. (laughs) He's successfully killed all the pain, yeah. (laughs) We did a a commentary of the movie The Founder, which is about McDonald's starting up as as, as a bonus episode of this. Yep. A thoroughly boring movie. Where's the in and out movie? Yeah. You got people overdosing, you got plane crashes, you got all this stuff going on. Fuck, you'd, you'd only you be able to play. You could just play half an hour of It's a Mad, Mad, Mad World in the middle there. <laughs> you'd only be able to play the movie in about three states in America, though. That's why. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, so, one last little thing. They, uh, they have well known radio jingles that have remained pretty consistent over the years, uh, which go in and out, in and out. That's what a hamburger's all about. That's good. That's pretty catchy. It's okay. I get it. They don't really have many celebrity endorsements. However, uh, they've had radio ads done for them by John Cleese and... Really? John Goodman. Now... That makes more sense. But, I mean, is that... 
for an unhealthy food. Yeah. Do you, you want you John Goodman as the big sweating, lumbering face of your company? But he's not the face, though, is he? That's the it's trick. The voice. It's the voice. But people's, he's you still recognisable enough. You I can't re- hear fat in a voice. With Goodman, I reckon you can. Right. I reckon Goodman's got a fat voice. Okay. You listen to Goodman talk, you can hear the, you can hear the jowls and you can hear all the, sl- the saliva kind of. I still think John Cleese is a weirder one. For, for a Californian brand of burger, mm. it's not what. Well, <laughs> And you've got some very toffee-voiced person coming in. It doesn't, man, it, it in order like of a him, weird what, clash. under the palm trees, were they just putting a dead parrot yeah, under yeah, the palm yeah, tree? Is yeah. like a, when they had him doing the ads, it's, it's like a tribu- extra tribute. That's weird. John Goodman, I can, I can get. Yeah. At least you know. At least you know you're hearing from someone who's sampled the the fucking produce. That's fair. I mean, that's fair. But it's okay. So should we just go into this now? So this yeah. is us at In and Out. This, uh, if people want to do the reality tour, this is uh, well, pretty much all of these are on Sunset Boulevard. Yeah. The Golden Mile. We, we stay near the Sahara and Motor Hotel. Yeah. We there was a lot of shit. It's a fucking bad neck of the woods, to mm. be fair. And um, and in a bad neck of the woods, you want to put a lot of really cheap food. So yeah, that's totally. how this works. All right. So here we go. This is us. Stop one of the Los Angeles Burger Tour at In-N-Out. All right, so this is stop number one on the Burger Tour of Los Angeles. This is In-N-Out Burger, an LA institution. How many times do you reckon you've been here? Oh, eaten here, maybe. This might be the, the double figures now. And probably. how many times have you come here to not eat? Um, well, yeah, it's a cool place. It's a cool place to hang out if you just want to wait in line. Yeah. There's a million people here. Yeah, we sort of, we, so we're here at like 12.30 and it is absolute peak hour. Although that being said, there's there's no time in here that's not busy. Yeah. Um, so I haven't even been in LA for 24 hours yet. This is already my second time here yep. on this trip. We're on Sunset Boulevard on the, in that store. We're just up from our hotel. So uh-huh. this is one of the closest places you can go yeah. uh, from there. So we're in we're in line where we've, we've nabbed ourselves a table, which is a little bit rare. Yeah. Um, we've had to hover around wait. So now we're just waiting. We're about 50 orders behind or something. But yeah, it's like I got given order number 33 and then the woman yelled out, order number 96. And I went, fuck it. Hell, they've got to get to 100 and then go all the way back around. Well, we hope third. so. It might be a 1,000. <laughs> <laughs> There's enough people in here. That would make yeah. sense. Um, so I'll talk you through. Should we talk through what we've gotten? Yeah. I've, I've gotten the, uh, I guess the most, probably the most, um, I would say what would be the most popular option, the double-double combo with and fries and a drink. You can confirm that because it's called the number one. So I reckon yes. you, you're going to have to put the popular one at number one. Why yeah. put why put the thing that no one orders at number one? My uh, my cashier's name was Alexia. Is oh, information I got, that people care about? I got jo- Joanna. Oh. Mm, so we are different after all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I got the I got the I got the number two. That's where we differ. Uh, I got the raw onion on the burger with the uh, oh we're into number nine now. Fucking yeah. hell, we are gonna be here forever. No 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 they're pretty quick. They're, I want number nine, we're on thirty three and thirty five. I got the lightly cooked fries as well, so and, and a strawberry shake, because I had this last night and it made me a little bit sick, so I thought I'd get another one. Yeah, well, so we should talk through, um, for people who don't know In-N-Out, so it's, it only exists on the West Coast, or is it just even in Los Angeles? Is it maybe just even down the California? It's only like in one or two states, I think. Yeah. I think it might be slightly, slightly changing, but if, you haven't, if you've been to LA, you've definitely probably been here. And it's the most simple menu you can get. There's a, there's a, you can get a cheeseburger or a double cheeseburger and fries, and that's basically it. There's no chicken burger, there's no, like, you know, different stuff in the burgers but what you kept there's a secret menu um, 
where you can order things animal style. They don't list it. You just have to know to ask for it. Where you can get. By the way, we must, to everyone else in here, we must look so basic right now. Yeah. Sitting here into a recorder describing the restaurant we're in. But, Leaning um, yeah. right in, looking like super creeps. Animal style is they cook the. Um, I think a lady just gave me the finger. Um, <laughs> you can, uh, yeah, animal style is they cook the patty, like they grill it in mustard, and then there's extra pickles, and I think it's like uh, Thousand Island sauce on it as well. And then animal style fries is bacon and cheese and sauce and stuff all over the Because it's kind of a cool way of doing it. Like their menu is like the most simple menu. It says burger, double cheeseburger, uh, hamburger, and fries, and that's their menu. Yeah. That's their entire food menu. Yeah. And then they've got a few drinks on the other side. But then they've got the secret menu, which is like, you know, 50 other things. So, like, for example, I you know, you can get them, like I've ordered, lightly cooked fries. You can just be a real arsehole and say, cook mine differently to everyone else. Yeah. Hey, I know you've got a million people to get through, and the only way you can do that is by giving everyone the exact same thing. Mm. Nah, take a little... Just put them in a different bit, just yeah. for me, thanks. Yeah, yeah. But they offered it, so I took it. Yeah. Um, all right, well, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about this meal. Uh, yeah, always always a treat coming here. Um, so, yeah, should we... Should we, yeah. we, we, we got a long way. We'll yeah. check back in when we're back with the food. Yeah. All right, we're back. Guests 33 and 35. We've done it again. Uh, the orders have just come out. Where do you stand with the polishing the chips off before you get to the main? Um, <clears throat> I want to have a bunch of them before they get cold. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. It's a good little... I, yeah, I go a couple of handfuls, get myself kind of braced. Chips here, I've got to say, for somewhere that's so kind of like, you know, obviously high turnover, they've got that real... They feel like they're actual cut-up potato. They've got oh, man, you, kind of, you go through the drive through and you can see them cutting them up. So, oh, right, right. Yeah. Um, so I like that. I don't know. I mean, I've, yeah, we, we differ very greatly on our opinions of chips. I'm more of a fan of your, I like your thick plank, your really crispy beer battered. Um, yeah, I'm the opposite. But yeah, these these are for what they are. For this style of fry, these are great. I really like these. They just could have done with a bit more salt, I think. Oh yeah, I'm regretting not getting any sauce, but um, yeah. you know, that's fine. All right, so I'm going to go um, first bite of mine. So I'll just talk, talk people through it. It's pretty, it's, it's a very standard, um, it, you know, it, it looks like, it looks like our logo, to be honest. It's a cartoon, yeah. sort of what a burger looks like in the cartoon. So mine is like you've got your, your two patties, two bits of melted cheese. There's a there's a raw onion in the middle, and then there's um, some special sauce on the bottom, and then a bit of tomato on that side. The big man here has just gone right in. Mm. What's your What's your thoughts on the first bite? Mm. No, it's really nice. It's, a, it's about as good as I can imagine a burger. Right. Right. Um, Alright, I'm going in. Mine's going in. You've just gone with that single board. I've gone the single. Um, Alright. As you go, what I do like about... Now, the In-N-Out company is a little bit weird, as we've talked about. They they don't have heaps of stores everywhere. They, they want to limit themselves to a certain amount and a certain location. Because there's a bit of the, the old God-fearing about the old In-N-Out burger company. They're, they're a bit... They're, look, I'll call it. They're a bit of a bunch of weirdos. Uh-huh. Um, if you look under your, your drink, on the bottom of your drink, oh, yeah. they have a Bible verse in there. They've got a bit of... What did you get? John 3.16. Yeah, I got that one too. Which, um... You know, well, do they mix them up? Is it like a kinder surprise and each one has a different one? I thought maybe it was like really? a fan tale. I don't know. But <laughs> I, I don't, don't know. think that could be the case at all. But I like it how, um... 
they go John 3.16 and then you know next to it's a bit of Made in China another one of my favourite bits of the of the Bible I um I'm drinking root beer for the first time ever with this meal oh, oh the sweetest oh yeah very it's, good it's the sweetest thing I've ever tasted it is unbelievable right. how sugary it is um but yeah I've had my first bite and yeah again it's like all the there's just a it's just such a contained burger where all the ingredients go all the way to the end. So when you first bite, mm. you get a bit of everything. You know, you're not you're not fucking around making your way through the bun before you get to any like any of the proper good stuff. And what I um what I love about a place like this is um if you'd had something like this in Melbourne, it'd be a big deal and you'd be paying twelve bucks a burger and oh wow how fancy is it? Here it's like a normal burger. Like this is literally a two dollars seventy burger here. Mm. Double double, three dollars ninety, which is what about five bucks Australian. Yeah. yeah, yeah, real good. If that, real good. If that, um, um, it wouldn't be that. Wouldn't be five dollars. So yeah, this is so we're, we're gonna try and we're we're gonna try and hit up all of them as many as we can over the next few days. But we started at you know we started with what is arguably the best, but maybe the most kind of iconic of all the LA ones. Mm. But, uh, yeah. And there, there won't be a busier restaurant that we record this in than this, mm. I don't think. Mm. We won't feel as bad in other places. I'm looking forward to seeing how the others uh, kind of stack up, you know. I'd, I'd love to know for anyone who's been coming here a long time, like, has this place maintained the quality of this? That's a special guest that keeps chiming in. Mm. All right. Well, I reckon we should call this here. Any other thoughts? Um... I'm just looking forward to finishing and then getting onto my strawberry milkshake, which I kind of feel full already. So I'm looking forward to how that yeah, goes down. Again, if only you had have learned from past mistakes. Mm. But I will say I'm enjoying this more than last night's one. I felt like last night I should just go in with both feet. I got animal style on both. I got the double double and the chips animal style, and it was good. But this is just reminding me of how good just your pure. Because they do, they do the cheese on the... The cheese that they do on the chips is just like a melted slice. So right. it congeals very quickly and then it's a bit it's a bit much. Sounds good. Yeah, I'm enjoying this a lot more than last night's one. So okay. I'm glad that this is the one that we got on record. Right. Yeah, well, great in and out great place. If you're in LA, should be one of the first places you go to. Because it is literally one of the first places we go to. Yeah. So as for the next ones, I'm not as familiar with them. So they're going to be more interesting. I think there will be a bit more to say about those other burgers. Um, so we'll see you on the other side. Finally. What a thoroughly enjoyable meal. So good in and out. Yeah, the, the number one place. That was kind of the worst thing about doing the rest of these was that it was it just ate into valuable in and out time where we probably could yeah. have fit another one or two in. I would have definitely gone again. Yeah, definitely. Yep. I, I wish I had have gone again. Yep. Um, so next up, next up we went um, just down the street a little bit. We uh, and, and again on the reality tour, it's uh, we went towards Amoeba Music. Mm, it's opposite uh, Amoeba Records yeah. on Sunset. This is Jack in the Box. So this is another American chain that it feels like has been around forever. I feel like I always used to see these guys advertised on uh, on World's Greatest Commercials. Oh right, yeah, yeah they, I reckon. Yeah, they did have a bunch of funny ads and and uh, back when you know you didn't have that easy access of like looking up these chains on the yeah. internet. So any Anything American was like, whoa, what's yeah, yeah, that? totally. Yeah. Um, even though they've got burgers that are just the same as everywhere else, totally. it's like, oh wow, this is this is awesome. Yeah. So Jack in the Box, I I love 
just the name to start with, Jack in the Box. Like it's just great. just a a nod to a, a toy that doesn't really exist anymore to start with, mm. and and that's what going through their history sort of it feels a little bit like that. Like they've stuck themselves with this name, Jack in the Box, in the fifties and yeah. gone. Well, this is the this is a toy that will be around forever, so everyone will love this. This was my question. So. You did the research on this one, yep. I, so I didn't look into this deliberately. Yep. So I'd be surprised by all the little, mm. by all the little trip, by all the little fantails wrapper trivia yeah. that come my way. Now their logo currently, apart from just being a box, does not feature the Jack in any way, no. shape, or form. Has that ever been the case? Yes. Did the Jack? Okay, I, I'm it, curious it used to, to be hear a, what time the Jack got phased it, out. It used to be a full-on Jack in the Box logo mm. until, like I said, in the fifties, it's like this is going to be around forever, and then they've got. Gone on with time and gone. Well, this is fucked. Mm. We've 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 attached ourselves to a dying toy, yeah. to a shit toy, yeah. um, and 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 it's very clowny as well. So then you're just the same as McDonald's, I guess. What's the equivalent like now? If someone did, it would be someone starting a restaurant called like the Xbox or something. Yeah, like that, yeah, where yeah. You yeah, just yeah. have no guarantee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so literally, they got they they phased out the the Jack in the Box, whilst not changing. Then I think they did change the name, like the uh, like really early a, on. The logo just has like a square, like a cube in it somewhere. It's like a bit of a, you know, it's a bit of a nod to it. It's like, eh, you know what's in this box, don't you? Like yeah. you can't see him, but you all know that he's in there. Yeah. Nor well, is there any kind of in the logo. There's no crank attached to the box, so there's not even the possibility, as far as we know, of the Jack ever appearing. Yeah, yeah. So they they did change the uh, the logo to to just have the name. They did actually. I don't have it in front of me now. But I, I didn't make a note of it but they did change their name they, they sort of went all the way away from it and then they went so far as to just go let's call it something else and everyone went what the fuck are you doing so they changed it back within the year or whatever really? it was yeah, now yeah that is a huge move for any company yeah let it, alone to change to go back that yeah, is massive yeah yeah so um they uh they literally when they got rid of their little logo their little jack-in-the-box logo mm. the little you know mascot or whatever they literally had an ad where they just blew him up <laughs> Great. Like Poochie leaving on The Simpsons. There's no need for that. (laughs) Why kill a person over the fucking logo of it? I kind of like it. I really kind of like it. But that's such a like, you know, we fucked up. We're making it good now. But we really fucked up. Do you know roughly when this was? That was like in the, I think it was in the 90s. So again, it's pre-internet. So they're hoping on, there's no way of them like putting out a press release or tweeting. Yeah. In the hopes that the whole audience will see it. So... You've got to put this ad on and you've got to play it a lot just in the hopes that eventually if you just show it on TV enough, all of the population will have seen that the jack has been blown up. Totally. So, uh, you know, let's get back to that. But very quickly, just linking back to what you spoke of just before with uh, In-N-Out Burger, how you said they, were the, uh, they invented the old uh, two-way intercom idea. Mm-hmm. Here's another mob that lays claim to that idea. Really? Jack in the Box. Really? They invented it too, apparently. Interesting. Yeah, so... Interesting. There's a little bit of a war there between Jack in the Box and In-N-Out. They're both both claiming responsibility for something not that impressive these days. Wow. Let me me double check. I'll see if there's any kind of time frame um, for In-N-Out's one on the the source that I had. I wonder who invented the burger out of the two of them. Um, That'd be... what, What a... Yeah. I'd love to know. I'd love to hear a spokesman from one or both of those mob going, who invented it first? What a what a that's just torn those two companies apart. Okay, nineteen. Okay, so the first In and Out, nineteen forty-eight. Uh, the restaurant was the first drive-through hamburger stand in California, allowing drivers to place orders via a two-way speaker system. This was a new and unique idea since in post-World War II, California car hops were used to take orders and serve food. You know what I think? You know what it is? 
it's they're the first Californian one. So uh, maybe Jack in the Box was different okay. part of the country, and that yeah, was yeah. the first place to happen. In yeah. Okay, California. I get it. Well, maybe that's it. I, I think you like this. They they um when there was a two way radio, they would when it was ready for you to put your order in, there'd be an automated like you had to speak into a clown's head or whatever, mm-hmm. and you'd have to, and the message you would hear would be pull forward. Jack will speak to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame that. They didn't work with it. I mean, I would be into the name Jack in the Box more and the whole conceit is if, like, you turn up to the window and it literally is just a box and for you to be heard, you have to turn the crank. Oh, yeah. And the microphone bursts out. No, no, no. You you speak into it and then you turn the crank and the burger jumps out oh, at you. Oh, there we go. Whatever yeah. you order jumps yeah. out of See, the box. Why, why give it a name like that if you're not going to fully lean right. into it? Yeah. Um, so... They uh, they did a bit of rebranding like we were talking about before. In the 80s and 90s, they they got rid of the, the clown, the little Jack in the Box logo, uh, the mascot sort of thing. And then they did that classic thing where, you know, they want to throw the baby out with the bathwater mm-hmm. unintentionally. They, and so they go, yeah, yeah, we want to shift demographics. We don't want to compete with McDonald's because they're, they're after the kids and the families. Well, we don't want that. You know, the people that eat all the fast food. Yeah. They started going after... Old, in their words, older yuppie customers. Right. And and try and – like, but those people aren't coming Suicidal down – Suicidal mid-twenties creatives. Well, who the fuck – like, people with a bit of money. Yeah. That's not who comes and eats this stuff. No. So they fucked it. They fuck, They changed the name. They fucked everything and they had to come back. They had to, but that feels like – don't you think most chains went through that phase where they kind of – Everyone makes know, mistakes. Was like a big, but, but it feels like there was a point where – Every chain felt like they had to rebrand. It was their new and I've formula. I had a great deal of respect for KFC because they never went in on that. Well, they did. I mean, they were Kentucky Fried Chicken. No, but I mean in terms of like McDonald's went, we have salads now and apple slices. Oh, okay. And KFC went, nah, you know what you're getting. Yeah, yeah. You're in for a penny, you're in for a pound. Sure. Hungry Jack's the same thing. Yeah. I guess McDonald's are really the only one that did it here. But So this is the regret that I have from um, going to Jack in the Box is that mm-hmm. we didn't – we. When you hear this, you'll you'll find out what we ordered. We didn't order tacos. Yeah, okay. So what they say is that tacos. Tacos is the most popular product mm. at Jack in the Box, which is weird. But yeah. yeah, for for a burger place and something else is your most popular thing. Doesn't say a lot about your burgers. Yeah. Well, to be fair, burger isn't in the title of the place. Oh yeah, yeah. So um, now what I love is, and and I'm not a fan of reading at someone else's comedy, but th- some great quotes involved in in the description of the tacos. Mm-hmm. Um, Wall Street Journal once said, um, you know, about Jack in the Box, there's a legion of fans who swear by the greasy vessels, even as they sometimes struggle to understand its appeal. So what I'm getting from that is that there's shit-ass food, but people like it, despite yeah, the shit-assness. Don't you have anything like that that you love that, you know, you know it's, you know it's bad, but for whatever... Like, I have that with Kraft macaroni and cheese. No right. good... Yeah, 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 for sure. whatever reason, it just does it for me. What I love about this is, and, and getting into what this must be like, and I, again, I regret not having it, but it's just, the tacos are, are described as a wet envelope of cat food. Great. Okay, yeah. <laughs> with, the, with the saying, there are two types of people, people who think they're disgusting mm. and those who agree they're disgusting but they still have them anyway. Oh, man, well, I wish we'd – yeah, I wish we'd gone in. I wish we could set – I mean, that'd be great. I mean, you know, it's like in this podcast, in, in any kind of – medium like this you want there to be conflict so yeah. i bet you know what i bet would have happened one of us would have loved uh, it and the other one would have hated them who, what what do you reckon who would have liked it who would have hated it i mean you um i reckon i'm I, i'm pretty happy with bad mexican food like i think i'd yeah. rather have the westernized bad version of it okay. than, than the real deal well then i reckon i would have hated it yeah i reckon yeah, i would have loved I it i reckon i would have really hated it um well, here's, here's something to put you off further, is mm-hmm. that um, 
under controversies in Jack in the Box, they've had a couple. I'm, I'm, by the way, we felt like when we did this one that we fucked up by not doing any research in the lead up. Yep. But given what you're about to say, it seems like we did this the right way around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, in 1981, they got in trouble because they found that there was a lot of their beef that ended up being horse meat. Oh, great. Yeah. So They were ahead of the curve in that sense. Yeah. When was this again? That's not 1981. I mean, that wasn't in vogue until that was when was that like 2015 or something that yeah. that was like a huge thing in the when, UK with Tesco's. Yeah. When was horse meat cool? <laughs> what year was that? Um, so they got in trouble with that, and so they had you know 12 years on. They thought, oh no, well, let's let's go again with this. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a big E. coli scandal where right. they found out there was a lot of um, fecal matter in their in their food, right. which which nearly ended it all for mm-hmm. poor old Jack in the Box, or as they were retitled by me just then, shit in the box. It says a lot about our society that that alone isn't enough to sink a company. The, you yeah. know, the, the, con, the consumer can find out that there's literally shit in the burgers and still go, no, no, let's give them another crack. Well, let's give, not be rash. Given their customers are people that apparently hate the tacos there but yeah, still yeah. eat them. I, I can believe that. I feel like Jack in the Box in many ways kind of is this podcast. <laughs> Treating their audience with absolute disdain. And full of shit. Yeah, a lot of people... <laughs> Kind of like it even though they know that they kind of hate it and that it's kind of bad. Now, what I love is – the final thing I'll say about this is um, they've got a big um, reputation for having like funny ads and Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. One of their campaigns was that they had uh, at one stage – they made little jack-in-the-box um, aerial balls, you know, like those oh, yeah, little yeah. things that's, uh, on the front of, you know, old cars mm-hmm. on the front of their aerials, which has died out because cars don't really have those aerials anymore. Mm-hmm. But so they had a big campaign where they were giving out them a little bit of a reminder every time you drove your car or went past another car, you could see that and whatever. Anyway, um, so uh, one of their ads in the year 2000 involved a man uh, on a desert island uh, who'd washed up there with only one of the little jack-in-the-box antenna balls as company. Great. <laughs> so then the director of Castaway, Ro- Robert Zemeckis, then sues the place. Wow. <laughs> which his, his, his case gets thrown out of court. How can well, it get thrown out? Was it deli- did it, I guess it depends if it looks like it's deliberately a parody. But did they not? I, I guess they just didn't make it look enough like, hey, this is like a joke on Castaway. Yeah, I guess they were what, just like trying to make it look like, look at this cool idea that we've come up with. Yeah, I, I love the idea that Robert Zemeckis is like, oh man, I've, I've got to get some money out of this mob because people are watching that ad and going, we don't need to watch Castaway yeah, anymore. That's made, this has cost me money. Yeah, that's made my ad where the guy befriends <laughs> a volleyball look a bit silly. Yeah, yeah. like, yeah, that's that's. The, uh, what if the guy in that ad then got nominated for the Oscar in front of Tom Hanks? I guess yeah. Maybe he was worried about that. That's all they would have needed to do because it's like, yeah, parody is like fair use, right? Yeah. So if they had just had a scene where the, the antenna ball like floats away and he's going, Jack! Yeah. Jack, I'm sorry! <laughs> then, then they would have been covered. Yeah. And why, but why didn't they do that? That movie was popular. That, that, all those bits in it were very iconic. Why wouldn't you parody it? Because then that just makes the ad a lot stronger, yeah. I reckon. Bloody Jack in the Box is like the weird Al Yankovic of bad food. <laughs> so anyway, we, um, you'll, you'll find out very quickly what we thought of the food itself. Yeah. So let's check in. Here we are at Jack in the Box. Dum Dum 
Club Burger Tour, we are here at Jack in the Box, or as we've been affectionately referring to it as Jack My Tiny Dick Off Box. Um, now this is this is a lot more kind of like what you have in your head of like the American style of burger chain than in and out Like there's a lot of options on the menu. You've just cracked open what I believe is your side. And it, I don't know what I'm looking at right now. Talk me through it. What is this? It was a, there was a poster of it on the wall, so I thought I'd get it as my side, even though it's a meal. Um, it is some sort of breakfast where it's a, just a lot of cheese over who knows what, because oh I saw the God. cheese and yeah. I thought that'll do. Yeah. It's some sort of breakfast menu, believe it or not. Right. Um, I think it's jalapenos and... Uh, like hash brown. Oh wow! And cheese. It so. does look pretty good in a you know fucked kind of way. Can I grab a little bit just to try a taste? Is there any way of me getting in? Let's, okay, hang oh, on here. Okay, this little bit here. Is that okay? Yeah. All right. All right. Here we go. Mhm. Mm oh yeah. It's got like a bit of smoky bacon. Yep. Um. Yes. Yeah, it's it's, ca it's, it's covered in what seems to be about three different types of cheeses. Mm. Um. It's good though. Yeah. It's I feel like horrific, but good. I feel like so I've gotten I've gotten curly fries with some ranch sauce, and I've gotten a, a chicken um, a chicken ranch um, club sandwich. What did you go for in terms of your mate? Um, well, I, here's here's another very classic American thing. Mm -hmm. I got an ultimate massive cheeseburger. I'm mm -hmm. I'm looking for any form of a normal cheeseburger. Yeah, there isn't any. Yeah. That looks pretty normal. That's, you've got two patties. Yeah, but there's two patties. I only, I only wanted one patty. Right. So. Well, this doesn't. Yeah, this place doesn't seem to have like a standard. Hey, here's your, here's your cheeseburger. No. It's all like the fucking. Oh, the buns are waffle. Right? It's yeah. All, it's all sorts of that shit. Yep. I can't remember if I ever had Jack in the Box before. Did we come here last time? I'm sure we would have made it our business to have. Yeah. So. Yeah. So mm. these these curly fries are good. Um. We're up so dumb. We've got a bit of Nick Lowe in the background on the, over the speakers, so if you can hear some uh, some music. Um, we are opposite uh, Amoeba Music on Sunset Boulevard, um, the great uh, the great music store, which I'm sure will be dead in under a year or so, as um, no one buys anything in there. But so I just put into my burger. It's a um, chicken fillet, um, two bits of tomato, lettuce, and some sauce. First bite, a little dry, I've got to say, which is probably. Hang on, you're finding fault with this magnificent establishment? It's bizarre. Hey, I'm just trying to give the people at home what they want. I mm. like this bun. It's like a classic kind of buttery American bun. Yep. Pretty thin bread. Um, this is good, but yeah, I mean, this is surprising. I was expecting this to be... I was expecting this to be one of those things where you take a bite and the sauce just explodes everywhere. Right. You know, you're just covered in fucking ranch and congealed cheese and yeah. all that bullshit. You're actually... It's You know, what you've ordered is a, is a bit... I've gone for the grungiest, sort of, mm. like, messiest American-style stuff, but you've gone for normal food. Well, I mean, this is day four of us being here, and mm. we've been eating appallingly, and we've got basically another two days left of it, so I'm sort of trying to... I'm sort of trying to start balancing it out a little bit. Yeah. Just do myself some favours wherever I can. That said, <clears throat> I feel like I should have asked for a cork with my meal to plug my asshole up because <laughs> then we're going to go for a long walk, and, yeah, I'm worried. I'm worried. It's well-documented on this podcast that I get... I get sick pretty easily, like I have a pretty a pretty um, weak constitution, mm. so this is going to be an interesting day of walking around after this. Oh yeah, I'm, I've got a pretty strong constitution, so whenever I get done over by one of these things, I'm like, oh, good work guys, you've, you've earned that one, mm. you've um, you've really broken through. This is extremely dry, so I sort of expected this to be more, a bit, bit juicier, a bit cheesier, mm. a bit, the fillet is very dry, there's not, I mean, there's barely any sauce on this thing, I don't think there's even cheese in this, I reckon I've been, oh, I reckon wow. I've misordered here, I've ordered wrong. Right. 
How's it compare to um, In and Out? Mm, I mean, it's hard to say. It's chicken, which In and Out don't do. But mm. I mean, no, it's light years, like, night and day. Yep. Completely different format so far. In and Out's still a winner for me. Um, try a bit of your burger. I want to yeah. hear this. I want to hear this reaction on. I'm still, I'm still going on the hash brown, which is, which is quite nice. I, I think it's good. I kind of wish I'd gotten some of them. Yeah. All right. I'm in on the burger. Um. And again, you've gotten, you've gotten a side of, you've gotten coke for your drink, which yeah. I'm. When, anytime we're here, I'm getting, I'm getting sticking to the waters just again to do myself some favors. And you've gone in. Now those, those patties do look, they look good. They look thick. They look nice and juicy. You've got a good amount of cheese in there. Yeah, it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. It's no in and out. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. it's okay. Right. Um, but yeah, you're right. I'm 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 a demon on the coke on this trip. Yeah. I'm coking it right up. Yeah. When in LA, yeah, do lots of coke. Um, Coca-Cola, LA. Mm. Um, yeah. So the, I mean, this 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 chain. I mean, this is the kind of thing that when I first started coming to America, this this was one of the ones that leapt out at me for sheer volume of fucked up choices on the menu. Like right. they've got a real great breadth of. If you want to do yourself some damage, and in, in a lot of different ways, would you agree? There's a, there's, a, there's a wealth of very different stuff on the menu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That there's you're never going to see back home. But that's what that's always what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a chain that we don't have back home, mm-hmm. and some spectacularly bad looking decisions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that's why they were literally postering a poster up on the front door as we walked in of these horrific looking breakfast menus, and that's why I went straight in. And went, Can I have the one on the door? Well, yeah. I mean, look. To the listeners, I feel bad that I've kind of, I've basically sat this, I've phoned this one in. I will say this is good for, it's a nice sandwich, it's not making me feel like shit. Hmm. But in terms of this experiment and this and this content, I don't feel like, I don't feel like I've, I, I don't feel like it's good for what we wanted out of this episode. So I apologise to the listeners, and I promise that the next place we go to, I'll go in on the absolute worst thing. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's Jack and Double Dogs. it up. Double yeah. it up, no, next yeah. one. Maybe I'll, hey, maybe I'll go in for seconds here. Who knows? I feel, oh. bad. I feel, I feel like I've betrayed the listeners. This isn't what they want out of me. Well, Eating just... a chicken. Look at how much lettuce there is in this thing. Oh. This isn't what the listeners want. You could be in Melbourne. <laughs> um, right. What have you, what have you spent on it? I've spent oh. on my ultimate cheeseburger. I've spent four fifty nine. I've spent three dollars on the on the wakey bakey hash. Uh, I don't know. I've, I don't know. I didn't get my receipt. I think this burger was. Like this is your Patreon dollars at work, by the way, guys. <laughs> um, yeah, and then we will be we will be starting up a second Patreon to afford the lap band surgery. That we'll <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's should we sign off for here and we'll, we'll see. We'll make more of an effort on the next one. What would you, so what would you give? What would you give them out of ten? Give them a quick review. Oh, quick review. Okay. Well, chips are really good. Seasoned curly fries are really good. The fact that you just look at them. Yeah. Have one if you want. The fact that you can get ranch sauce as a side, I'm a big fan of. I love a bit of ranch sauce, so those are really good. This, I mean, like I said, for, if, if I was just wanting to get a quick meal and not feel too shit afterwards, like for you know for for freshness and and, and you know actual quality, probably an eight. But in terms of like you know fucked up, dodgy American stuff, probably more like a six. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What are you What are you giving the hash? The hash I rate very highly. Yeah, hash is good. Hash is you know, just dog shit what you want to get. Mm. Something on purpose bad for you. Mm. Man, um, look at that that fucking little pool of oil in the mm. bottom of the in the bottom of the cardboard receptacle yeah. it's in. That yeah. is horrific. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um Yeah. I think this is a this is like a six and a half for me or something. Yeah. It's um and, and look, 
we've just walked past in and out and there's such a contrast where you know you can swing several cats in this store mm. and there's mm. no problem at all but back there in and out you cannot get in the door well we were going to go to wendy's and the line was too long so we decided to come here instead but i mean we're paying for this now i mean there's yeah. a reason why places generally have a bigger line yeah. i do remember going to wendy's before and, and loving it so we got to make sure we get that on here because that's that's what i remember really loving okay all right guys well <clears throat> We're going to get on the treadmill and we'll see if it's stop number three. And we're back. Um, okay, so it was, it was all right. It was pretty good. It was all right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the like, next like up. My complaint was that it wasn't fucked enough. Yeah. But looking back on it now with the benefit of time. It was a nice sandwich. Yeah, yeah. Coming up, we'll, we'll see if <laughs> you get your request coming up very soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so next we went to Wendy's, which was uh, opposite the hotel, more or less. Yeah. Very close to us. The this closest one of them. The closest possible place yeah. to go to. Um, and you'll find out what exactly. We did a bit more research and, and, and instead of talking before it, we did a lot of talking during our stay. So we won't, we won't go yakking on mm-hmm. now. But, um, yeah, Wendy's, for people in Australia, will remember the, the chain. I don't know. Are they still around in Australia? I'm not sure if they are. Oh, look, I could be wrong. I feel like I've seen one semi-recently. Yeah. But it could be a thing where my brain's playing tricks on me and it was actually 28 years ago. But you tend to, you know, here you tend to think of Wendy's as like ice cream, I yeah. think. Ice yeah, cream yeah. and donuts. Yeah. So they've gone really off-brand. Yeah, yeah. But over there, uh, not so much. Yeah. yeah. We're going to find out. Um, you're going to find out now the the. The bastardised version. Mm. Oh, we are the bastardised version in Australia. You're going to find out about the original version of of Wendy's. And um, I believe we bring this up, but this recording takes place in just one of the worst buildings we've ever been. The shadiest. Just so bad. We we talked about how bad this neighbourhood is mm. and where we stayed. This well, is this, ground zero. Yeah. This is this is the magnet for all the crazies. Yeah. This is like. There was a constant stream of people just coming in and out of the bathroom while we were there. Yeah. Yeah, real brutal. And this is this, this was not late at night. This was in the morning. Yeah. yeah it's this, like 11 a.m. or this something. This is the time where you go, when's this going to be the best, do you think? Mm. Probably this time. Yep. And it's shithouse. Yeah. Okay, so here we go. This is us at Wendy's. is stop number three of the Little Dunham Club Los Angeles Burger Tour. We are here in at Wendy's. We have a big day today, so we've had to cram this in at the charitable hour of 10.30 a.m. Uh, now, Carl, on the way in here, you were saying you were going to avoid getting anything too fucked. You've gone in for some chips with beans and cheese on them. What would did you I, have done I, if you were going to get something fucked? I, I don't remember saying I wasn't getting anything fucked. <laughs> he did. He specifically said you were going to try and not get anything too full on like yesterday. And I reckon this looks worse. <laughs> it's okay. It's, it's, yeah, it's not the best looking meal. It's not the best looking meal at a proper meal time, let alone 10.30 yeah. in the morning. Now, I, got ex- I was like, this is too early to be doing this, but I also thought I love takeaway breakfast. So I thought... Oh, well, this would be a good chance to get, like, a, you know, a, a, their version of a bacon, egg, muffin or whatever. But we come in here, there's no, they don't serve it. They don't do breakfast in here. Right. What do you, now, you're, you're not into it. the breakfast. Yeah, you'd prefer this. Yeah. Right. I'm, 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 to be honest, I'm a slow burner. I'm, I'm slowly, slowly getting into breakfast now. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm <laughs> At totally... At the old age of 41. Yeah, yeah, yeah. finally getting into breakfast. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of them going, no, fuck it, we're a burger joint. Mm-hmm. Eat the fucking burgers. It's the same stuff. It's it's meat. It's bread. 
we're calling it the same thing as normal. Fucking grow up. Just just eat the normal stuff. God, what an odd man you are. So anyway, this is Wendy's. This is across the street from where we're staying. Uh, this was the place we tried to come yesterday, but the line was too big. Surprisingly, at 10.30am, there's not many people chomping at the bit to get the, their hands on a cheeseburger. There's one guy very keen. He's talking about the food a lot to mm. himself in the corner. Yeah. He is crazy. He looks, so. I reckon, I dare say he probably listens to this. Um, <laughs> he's very excited that we're in here at the moment. So, uh, he's not your typical crazy guy around here. He looks... He looks almost like he's um, normal, but he's not. He's so not normal. This place is, um, it's called, this is what's weird, it's called Wendy's, mm. but then what I've ordered is the Dave's Double Cheeseburger. Now, so what's going on here? This is, I've been reading up about Wendy's this morning. I thought I'd make a real, a real sort of segment of this. Because mm. um, I'm fascinated with Wendy's, as in, if you remember, um, you know, the Wendy's store in Australia. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the same, it's the same deal, right? It's the same uh, company, I believe. Mm-hmm. Because um, that's weird to call two different places Wendy's. Mm-hmm. Um, but they sort of are nothing like this, though, are they? You go to Wendy's in Australia, or you used to, and it's all milkshakes, milkshakes and yeah. donuts and fucking whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was looking it up this morning. Wendy's, and, and you'll, you'll be a fan of this, Wendy's was established in the year of our Lord and Saviour, 1969. Yes. Um, and so it, it's got a bit of a loose. It's the third biggest burger joint in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't officially have anything. I think they're in New Zealand. Right. According to here, they're in New Zealand now. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're not in Australia. Now, they have the Dave's the Dave's Juicy Hamburgers or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So they've got this like subsection of their menu. But it's like, but isn't burgers the main thing of what you do? Yeah. So I don't know why Wendy's been, you know, edged out. But who's this Dave guy? I don't know. Why is he getting naming rights on the on the menu? Well, not only that. Well, it, here's a here's an even bigger question. Who's Wendy? And you look it up, and like the founder named it after his daughter, whose name is not Wendy. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be like if we called this if this show was called Bruce's podcast, <laughs> and then the two guys on it are called Tommy and Carl. Yeah. Like why? Like it makes no sense. He, it's named. You, after you know his... what? Let's go ask to see the manager and get to the bottom <laughs> of this. This this will surprise you. This isn't the only store, so maybe they won't know. Um. So yeah. So okay. So I've ordered. Um. I, I needed a bit of a break from the fries. Um. Because this is like what day four of our unofficial super size me challenge that we're doing. Um. My skin is just begging me to give it a rest. Yeah. Um. Uh, so I've gotten the, I, I didn't get fries or I got chicken nuggets and ranch sauce for my side. I've gotten the Dave's Double um, Cheeseburger. Now this is the cool thing. This is the place that's known for having square burgers. So this is, this is the, the big one. Because yeah. I'm looking at a circle sitting in no, front of No, you're not. Have a look Am at I? the meat. Uh, oh yeah, okay. Hang on. Let me get a good purchase on this. The bread is circular. Oh yeah, okay. Oh yeah, that is cool. This is like the, so this is like the Eagle, is it Eagle Boys that did the square pizza? No, is that Pinkies? I think it's Pinkies. Oh. There was one pizza chain in Australia and that was their... That was their um, point of difference, was that our pizzas are square. Right. And then you'd get them and you'd go, yeah, there's a reason no one does this, because yeah. it's fucking difficult to serve and eat. <laughs> um, so the, like it's, it it's, got your, it's got a big leaf of lettuce in here, which is a bit of your rank sort of, I don't know, a big rank cos leaf that doesn't look too fresh. I'm not really into it. Um, I'm fine with it. It's the, the healthiest thing I've eaten in four days. Yeah, well, I had a side salad with dinner last night, and I felt my body react immediately. <laughs> I got rock hard within an instant of eating it. All right, so hang on. Let me, I'm going to go in on my first bite of the Dave's, the Dave's Double Burger. Mm. 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 It's good. not bad. It's good. It's not bad. Yeah, it's, um, it's a bit guilty of um, a lot of these kind of burger places you... There's not a lot holding it all together, so I've taken a bite and all of a sudden it's kind of all falling apart on me. So the next few bites are going to be pretty perilous. But um, 
Yeah, it's good taste, good patties. Um, yeah, your salad's pretty, your stock standard salad. It's nice, but it's not really blowing me away. It's not really doing anything. This just tastes like I'm having it at a barbecue at home. This, it's right. not really doing anything, you know, that different for me. Um, how's yours? You've gone for just your plain... I've gone for a, just a little cheeseburger, because I'm, um, yeah. They hide the, the smaller burgers away on the menu. You, you can't mm. really find them. You're only, they only want you to buy these triple deckers and stuff like that. Mm. So I've just gone for a cheeseburger with, with lettuce and onion. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's a very tiny burger. It looks like you could knock that off in about three mouthfuls. Mm. Um, <clears throat> That's fine. It costs like a dollar fifty or something. And how are the chili cheese fries? Um, they're okay. They, to be honest, the presentation's fairly appalling. Mm-hmm. It looks like something you, you would get served on a plane. Yeah. Even on a plane, you'd be like, "Come on, guys, you could do better than this." Come on, Quan, just lift your socks up. You can't be fucking. You can't be throwing Neil Perry's name around on your on your in-flight menu and then be dishing up this. Qantas would not be doing this. This would be some sort of you know Russian airline that yeah. would be giving me this one. Um, so that I mean, yeah, the the if it was out of because that looks kind of similar similar sort of concept to what you got yesterday, the hash brown with all the stuff on it. Mm. That actually looked good. That actually yeah. looked like something that came out, and I'd go, I'd get that. Yeah. This just this just there's no way I'd touch that. I I don't. I don't like the kind of nachoy thing of having beans on there. Beans just chucked in something. Just, it just it's it's a different, it's a different texture. They're they're too. Mm. They they don't enhance a meal for me. Haven't said that I've eaten it all. Mm. Um, so the um the yeah yeah look Wendy's Wendy's have got their their, their square buns. Um, it's been yeah it's been around for a while. Like I said, 1969. Um, it's got this great history of on their Wikipedia page it sort of says all the countries it's gone into but the history you know when you you write a history on Wikipedia and often it's been written part of it has been written by one person and then someone will come along and update it yep yep there's a lot of it on their Wikipedia page where it's like yeah then when he went to New Zealand in 1985 and then straight after we go when he closed all of their stores in 1992 right so every, every country they've gone into they've closed within about five years right right and then they've come back again and they've closed again now this place, this place is doing a lot of stuff. They've got a big sort of stand-up thing, not, not stand-up comedy. I mean, they've got a big kind of a standee, kind of next to the counter of um, of their specials at the moment, the bacon queso, and they and they 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 love a bit of it. This is a place that doesn't shy away from having the big photos of the burgers with just the cheese and sauce absolutely just dripping out of the sides of it. You know, most places try and make the the meal look a tad healthier than it is. Right. These guys have gone the other way. They don't want there to be any surprises. Well, where this is situated on the you know on the side of a, a major road mm. and in a shopping mall, you usually look at this shitty old building and you go, how could I? You, I just look at it and get tricked and think, how could there even be a leaf of lettuce in this place? Yeah. It just looks like a like a, a slaughterhouse or something. Yeah, it's on the Golden Mile too. The, the we've been talking about this stretch of Sunset Boulevard a lot on all the podcasts we've done on this trip. Yep. It's directly opposite our hotel we're staying in it might be the worst block in the it might mm. be the worst block in the whole city second only to skid row in downtown yep. it's 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 appalling so um and we should say the restaurant it's it's really started to kick off since we got in here there's children running around there's yep. people starting their day with a with a big old soda there's a um, there's a um oh here's a bit about um breakfast yeah and again another lack of success from the the, the big big shots at wendy's they brought uh, a breakfast menu in it in 2007 mm-hmm. um, and in 1985, mm-hmm. neither of them were successful. Right. No breakfast. Right, so it's just gone. Yeah. Well, the big thing now, they've got another thing over the other side. 
they're um they're they're kind of doing the they're doing a bit of a push for their their salads that they're doing. So they've got this whole thing made fresh daily in the restaurant. There's a strawberry mango one that they're pushing pretty hard. And oh, no, oh, sorry, sorry buddy. Um. So yeah, there's a there's there's a big push that they're doing for the strawberry. Manager, manager seems to be down on his luck. Unless he's trying to. Sell us an ice cream then, I'm not sure. <laughs> um, if you have a funny name, you can give us a dollar on Patreon. Um, <laughs> the strawberry mango chicken salad that they're pushing. And again, you look at the photo of this and you go, there's absolutely... I was almost tempted to get a salad from here because I'm just... I'm gagging for some greenery, but I can't imagine... I, I just want to see what the salad looks like in comparison to the photo that's up on the menu. How is this? How is this? You, you may enjoy this. Um, this would be a big one for Rad Dad. Mm. Fans of Rad Dad. Um... In 2007, Wendy's, they had a Wendy's uh, campaign, ad campaign on TV, mm-hmm. that featured the song, the Violent Femmes song. Mm-hmm. You know the Violent Femmes? Mm-hmm. You know their big hit? Mm-hmm. What's that? Um, is that Blister in the Sun? Is that Correct. Them? Yeah. Correct. So they used the song Blister in the Sun. Isn't that about jacking off? I'm not sure. No, okay. I just I... think every song is about jacking right. off until I hear otherwise. Right. Um, it's like innocent until proven guilty. Right, right, right. Masturbation until yeah. otherwise. <laughs> um, I just like the, the idea that someone's using a song um, with the word blister in the title for fast food. <laughs> sounds, sounds delicious. So um, they licensed that song, uh-huh. and the Violent Femmes had a massive fight between each other, and it broke up the band. About the fact that they'd licensed it yes. out to Wendy's. This, I, I feel like this this restaurant, Wendy's, in many ways, it is the little dum-dum club. <laughs> Repeated failures when they try and do new things. Um, you know, a source of contention between people who sort of come into their orbit. Yeah. This might this place is basically us. Well, it's unhealthy. A lot of bad ideas, yet somehow it's still going. Still going. going. Yeah. <laughs> Man, we should try and get these guys to sponsor our next trip. Right. So here's... Here's a, a very long list of all the slogans they've used over the years. Right. right. Here we go. Starting, starting hey back. Hey, mates. G'day, dickhead. <laughs> starting back in 1969. Uh, quality is our recipe. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's all right. That's, that's okay. all right. I mean, that's your, that's your opening on that, so that's yeah, all right. Yeah. Good to let people know your uh, mission statement. Hot and juicy. No, it's good. No, it's good. Oh, well, you'll like this one, then. Uh, we fix them 256 ways. That's, what does yeah. that mean? Wow. They're getting more and more kind of overtly sexual as they go along. That sounds like the tagline to the Kama Sutra. Well, yeah. What would you? What can you do? Two hundred and fifty-six ways. Hey, Rudy. Well, you. Uh, yeah. I, I, I can't think of anything in here unless yeah unless you're actually having sex in here. What can you do? Like, it's not that big of a menu. There's only they've got square. It seems like they've got one idea, which is. Make square patties. Yeah, but it's not. Yet. But it's not their slogan anymore. Maybe that's why they changed it because they were like having 256 options on the menu is not yeah. is not con- is not good business. And, and they didn't even fit breakfast. In yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that lasted one year anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, juicy hamburgers. That was a slogan. That's is that a slogan? Yeah. That's <laughs> just a description of what they I do. I think that's a menu item. That's like that's like saying our slogan is a podcast. Yeah. It's good. I think we should keep that. It's a little dumb dumb club. A, a podcast. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Wendy's has Wendy's has the taste. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <clears throat> ain't, ain't no place to go any place else. A guy's emptying the bins and he's had to walk through the restaurant to do it. That's Surely good. that should be happening out the back. That's good. Sorry, that was ain't no reason to go any place else. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That's not bad. You're Wendy's kind of people. But if that's mm. your slogan, you're just saying that to everyone. Like, what, yeah. everyone is our sort of people. And you look at the kind of... We want of, everyone's money. And you look at the kind of... Generally, you look at the kind of clientele in a place like this and you go, is that, do, well, is that what you want? We just got asked for money. 
by summer. So, mm. yeah. Um, fucking, well, here we go. Here's a good one. From 1983 to 1984, this is their slogan. Mm-hmm. Parts is parts. Parts is parts. Yeah. Parts. Yes, P-A-R-T-S. So that sounds like they're just... That sounds like they're throwing any old piece that's, of the animal into the burger. That's... Well, that seems like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> parts is parts. Yeah. <laughs> there seems to be a fingernail in, in my yeah. burger. Hey, yeah. like the sign hey, says, look, parts is parts. Yeah, look at the door. <laughs> Explains everything. Uh, and then their most famous slogan came after that, which it must have gone from absolutely zero to 100. That's the shittest logo of all time. Slogan of all time. And then they went to the most successful... Of all, of maybe one of the most successful slogans in America of all time. Where's the beef? Oh uh, yeah, right. Was that yeah, them? That's them. I never knew that was them. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Um, so that went for a while, uh, and then they went. <laughs> they so wait, that on. goes for ages. Huge cultural phenomenon. Yep. Catchphrase that every, even in our country, where we yep. don't even know. It was used in a presidential campaign. Yeah. So then they go, well, we better change that. And you know what they changed it to? They changed it to give a little nibble. <laughs> That is, and that went for quite a while. Wow, that, this is wow. starting to all that sound like this is starting to sound like you're just reading out the discography of Rodney Roode. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually a successful one, right? Jesus. All right, now we get into the nineties. Fuck, <laughs> we're going to be here for an yeah. hour. The best burgers in the business. Mm-hmm. Then they upped that to the best burgers and a whole lot more. I've never paid much attention to how often other companies change their slogans. Is this a, is this seems like a lot for a company to be changing their slogans? Uh, I mean, McDonald's has got like it's Mac time and what else? Uh, I'm loving it. Was a yeah, big yeah, one for yeah. ages when they got Timberlake to do the song. Yeah. Um, so uh, then they went to the best burgers yet. They upped it again. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You can eat great even late. Well, that's it's, all right. It's hamburger bliss. Okay. It's pretty poor. Uh, it's better here. It's always great, even late. Uh, oh, here we go. So this is finally they've recognised the old uh, the point of difference with the square hamburgers. It's good to be square. Oh, nice. Now surely there would have been a bit of Huey Lewis. The, in that campaign. Huey Lewis would have been would have been if he had got that over gig, that. Wow. <laughs> so they picked someone else, but him and the. Do you news. reckon that's what it is? They tried to get him, and he said that must be it. Yeah. They've they've wanted him in. They've wanted to license the song, and he said no. Yeah. So they've just gone. It's good. They've just done a bit of like, like Hungry Jacks when they had those ads where they just they clearly tried to get that Eminem song. Right. And so they they hadn't been able to get it, and but then all their ads still had that music where it was like na 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 na. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, they've gone a bit of target two stripes with that one. Mm -hmm. Haven't gone the full three. Um. Oh, here's a good one. Fuck. What happened in the mid two thousands? They've gone from from two thousand six to two thousand eight. They've gone with. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's not bad. Wendy's. That's right. But you got to think these would have all been tied to like an ad campaign where like the slogan is coming in off the back of something that's happened in the ad. Right. So it probably makes a lot more sense in context. Well, especially the next one. Okay. The next one is uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that was in reference to something, mm-hmm. not just Wendy's uh huh. Um, hot juicy burgers. Oh, they're back. Mmm. They've, they've rebranded. They've gone with what? They've they gone. Know. They've gone retro. All right, here's a confusing one. From 2007 to 2009, they've gone with, it's way better than fast food, it's Wendy's. Okay, well, so you're trying to elevate yourself and you're trying to... just then was fast food. Yeah. It was was worse than fast food, I would have to say. Mine came out before I'd even finished ordering it. Oh, wow. That's fast food. Wow. Um, All right, now we're coming to the end. Uh, 2010 to 2012 is, you know when it's real. Okay. Mm. Okay. Well, I, I don't know if that was real, what I had. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, I knew it was. I mean, I knew that lettuce was real, but I knew it was real shit lettuce. Like it was real, but it was like low quality. I like the idea that they they think they're the ones that are different from everyone else. Yeah, no, this is the same as everything. Yeah, else. yeah. This, this is, is no the most. Better. This is the most. Bo- this 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 place has the least. You know, we were saying yesterday at um, Jack my dick off in the box mm. that it 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 really goes for a lot of like your crazy options. Like if you want your real American kind of stuff, they've got it on the menu. This place isn't trying to do any of that. Yep. They're just trying to do you straight up and down yeah. sandwiches. They've, got a, they've right. got a Baconator, which just has heaps of bacon on it. That's kind of the most extreme they have. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I I liked mine. I had my my chicken nuggets were pretty good. I liked it. I liked the ranch dipping sauce. I would say my, my burger was probably better than yesterday's burger. Oh, really? Okay. Jack in the Box, yeah. Mine was, mine was a decent beef burger. But, again, I don't know if this... I don't know if this says more to the fact that, you know, burger culture in Australia has sort of reached critical mass where this stuff isn't as impressive as it once was because you say, can get this sort of stuff at so many places are doing the American style burger at home yeah but having said that mine was like a dollar fifty or something yeah so true mine was, was, was like pretty good for a dollar four bucks or something so that was good right. um, yeah Wendy's pretty pretty unimpressive have you got any more facts yep okay because um, that was the second last lot oh right right so right so apparently this is the one that <coughs> they're still running with Wendy's now that's better so okay. Better than what? I don't know. Yeah. Better than um, getting stabbed by a homeless guy at the front of the Sahara and Motor. Yeah. Maybe. Better than. Yeah. Um, I but don't know. Here we go. Here's better some... than not eating it, because <laughs> again, that's not true. Yeah. Um, what about this? Here's a, here's a here's one from overseas. Here's one from a, a country where they do have uh, Wendy's, where uh-huh. they still have. Oh no, they, I, maybe they don't have it anymore. But El Salvador. Okay. Went with. Uh, here's their slogan: Wendy's is sensational. There you go. See, cut out this all this dancing around of bullshit and just just come right out and say it. It's great. The Dominican Republic went with old-fashioned hamburgers, not old-fashioned, but old-fashioned. Old-fashioned hamburgers. Old-fashioned hamburgers. Right. Yeah. So that's like bell bottom t-shirt. Yeah, bell bottom, bell bottom themed hamburgers. Yeah. yeah. So um, there you go. Well, there you, that's good. I, I appreciate you doing this research for mm. this uh, for this for this instalment. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we've got what's left that we haven't been to. Carl's Jr. is the one that I think, I think I remember that being really good. So if we can find one of them for later today, that's what I'm into. Yeah. um, We're running out of time. We're running out of time. time. Hopefully we can get, I feel like we need to get one more chain in here. We need to really send this off on a high. Someone who was dreading, who was clawing along the floor (laughs) to get to the, the menu before, not wanting to order anything mm-hmm. and you're wanting to fit another one in well today. for the sake of content yeah. you know we've come this far it's our last day in Los Angeles this is what the people want from us by the way it says a lot about this shithole of a town that the three times we've done this sit in a restaurant and talk very loudly about our meal into a recorder no one in any of these restaurants has batted an eyelid yeah. no one has seen hey, no one has thought this is odd behaviour in any way they probably they literally probably think we're having a meeting here. Is this the twenty? Is this the twenty seventeen equivalent of working on your screenplay in a Starbucks? Yeah, totally. <laughs> working on your podcast in an In and Out. Absolutely, totally. <laughs> so yeah, we we did peak pretty early. We went to the best place possible first. Mm. So maybe that hasn't helped us. All right, we got to fit one. We got to fit. Well, let's make a goal. One more before we go. Let's right. try and get one more in. Okay. Even if it's at the airport, if it's a if it's an off, not a huge brand. All right. We need to send this off in style. Okay. Um, all right, guys. We'll check in with you later. I don't remember thinking that way. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, from Wendy's, we then had... I think we had, like, a 
We had like a day off, more or less, didn't we? We gave ourselves the last day. We were like, all right, well, we'll, we'll find something on the last day. We'll find another chain that'll be close by. And I think we Googled it and couldn't really find anything within walking yeah, distance. Yeah, they were all a little bit difficult to get to. We were, let's out this man, we were on the hook for half a day with friend of the show, Kyle Kinane. Oh, yeah. Who told us he was going to come and get lunch with us and have some beers and do an episode. And at the last minute went, oh, I actually can't do that. So It was a bit of a shame. But yeah. we did do an episode um, that day as well. So it wasn't like we were busting for outlets of uh, sure. places to talk to talk about. But um, but this this was our last roll of the dice, yeah. wasn't it? We, so we got to LAX and uh, I had looked up in advance and found out that there was an umami burger at the Los Angeles airport. Now, this was one that was recommended to us by... Uh, friends of the show, Scott Ockerman and Paul F. Tompkins, because we told them we were doing this. This was recommended as being a, a bit more of an upmarkety kind of thing, like a bit more of a restaurant if we wanted to, uh, you know, have a bit of a bit of a different angle in there. Um, it was kind of the only burger chain at LAX, so it was the only one we could go to. And obviously we didn't get the full restaurant experience for getting it at an airport. Um, but yeah, we kind of uh, we, we. I was a bit a disappointed. Bit. I was a bit disappointed. We we weren't going to a really shitty one. I hadn't yeah. heard of a Mami Burger before it got brought up there. But I'd heard of it, but I certainly hadn't seen a lot of them around. Right. Um. So yeah, this is us. This is kind of the last little bit of our trip. This is uh, us at Los Angeles Airport, eating Umami Burger. Here we are. This is the final stop on the Los Angeles Dum Dum Club Burger Tour. This is Umami Burger at Los Angeles Airport, LAX. Now, where we've just been, we're just, we're done. We're, yeah. sh- we're splitting a burger. This... Neither of us want to do this, <laughs> but we're doing it for you, the content chaser. I just spent the, the, all of my American dollars on this, on a meal, on half a meal I don't want. Um... It's, it's, so, first of all, so the Umami Burger, the whole thing behind it is that it's, um, not that we experience this, but it's like table service. It's like they're meant oh. to be – they're like restaurants, like Nando's in the UK, right. like a cheeky Nando's, right. having a cheeky umami burger. Mm. And the price very much reflects that. Man. What we got. This was Except $15. We, yeah, $15 burger and we didn't get any of the stuff that you're paying the 15 bucks for. Mm. Sweet. And we're, we're, literally, we're literally eating at a kid's table in a little playground section <laughs> of the airport. And uh, – for fast food, this took a, this took like ten minutes yeah. to come out. This took ages to come out. And they didn't have Coke. I've, yeah, I've got a vat run of, out of Coke. I got a vat of Fanta. She'd run out of everything. I don't know if you heard when I went up to order. Yeah. She goes, we're out of chicken, we're out of bacon, we're oh. out of like they're out of everything. So, um, umami. I did, do you know what umami is? The I, word. I didn't know what any of this is until I got here. It's one of the word umami is. It's one of the five basic tastes. So oh. it's a word. So you've got saltiness. Bitterness, sweet, and sour. Right. And umami is like the fifth one that's like, you know, meat. It's kind of like your savory kind of taste, I oh, guess. Oh, okay. So, yeah, it was started by a screenwriter who came to LA in, I think, was it 98, I think it said? Oh, it's a recent thing. Yeah, and he basically, he was at in and out and he was like going, man, why did people like burgers? It's probably because they taste good. <laughs> so what if I did this? Oh. But I had waiters. Eureka. <laughs> so let's go in, let's take right. a bite. No, uh, the bun is shit out. Let's get that out of the way. Mm. Too thick. I don't like too much bread. It's yeah. it's a bit. I'm off. As soon as I get home, I'm off bread again. Mm-hmm. The lettuce, pretty good. Pretty good. Oh, so we should say we've just gotten this, the 
what looked like the most classic style burger, the California, the mm. Cali burger. Mm. So it's beef, cheese, onion, tomato, and yeah, big bit of butter lettuce in there. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah, I mean, this is, this is like a burger you get at like a pub or something back yeah. home. You know, yeah. it's like a... Uh, and and not even you, you just you're on your way somewhere. It's late. You just stopping in. Yeah, this is. It's look. We're not in the right headspace to re- review this well. Mm. I'm well and truly over burgers, mm-hmm. and this is not a great burger. I was excited for this. I I had it in my head that this was going to be, you know, one of the best ones. Maybe it's the fact that we've just gotten it at the shitty, you know, airport version of it. Maybe this. Maybe it's because um. This is more like, a, like you said, like a burger we would get at home, mm. which is different from all the burgers that are here. So maybe they think this is exotic, whereas to me, this is like one you would possibly get at Bunnings. Uh huh. <laughs> so Bunnings doing burgers now, are they? Yeah, they should. Right. They should do. Um, that's one of my favourite things about barbecue. Like sausages are fine, but when they do the old um, flat meat patty on a bit mm. of bread, oh. it's not bad. Yeah. That would be great if you had a guy who worked at a, um, at a, uh, at like a, doing the sausage sizzle at the Bunnings. If he just goes rogue one day and comes in and goes, fuck it, you know what else is going on now? Mm. Bristles. Mm. It's like, um, uh, Wendy's. Mm. When I was looking at Wendy's before, um, they've got, they sort of let their stores do whatever the fuck they want. All right. So there's a little bit of, um. Stuff moving around with their menus. Mm-hmm. So, um, I like that though. Like, anyway, some people have parked themselves right next to us as we're trying to record this and speaking quite loudly into it. I think that it would be cool if I, I like that because I like the idea that you've got your, you know, your chain has its standards yep. that are never going to change, but that it would make it more exciting if you, you know, you're in a different city, even just in Australia, and you yeah. go, I'm going to pop into McDonald's here in Perth and see what they're doing. Oh, totally. That, that would be great. They should be. Every rest, every every version of a McDonald's should be allowed to have one thing on the menu yeah. that's that's all them, and it, it doesn't have to. They never get checked up. They can get whatever ingredient they want. They can bring in stuff that's not on the menu at any other McDonald's. Now that would be great. That would give incentive. I would chase that. I would check in at every one I saw. Yeah, collect them all. Mm. Yeah. Them on deal. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think. Yeah. I think. Wendy's just <laughs> Wendy's are just leaving off major items on their menu because they don't feel like it and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, go, yeah. I think they go pretty rogue. So this was a disappointing way to finish the the burger tour. Yeah. Although I will say, both of us a couple of hours ago, we ducked out and we um, you know, we visited our true loves culinary wise. <laughs> you went and had Thai. Yeah. I went to a ramen place that's down the road from the Sahara and that I went to about four years ago that is as good if not better than I remember so I don't feel too but if this I'm glad I got that in because if I had waited all day and then had this yeah I would have been devastated yep um yeah I had Thai Thai was quite nice I tried to to be honest <laughs> it's a place on Sunset called uh Rock Noi Thai and um they have a cool t-shirt for sale in the window and I walked in and I was like I'm gonna buy the t-shirt but I feel dumb to not eat a meal there and and be wearing you know wearing this t-shirt forevermore so I ate a full meal. And Forevermore. Yeah. Um, uh, I live in Lord of the Rings mm. now. Um, and so I ate, and full, ate a full meal that I didn't need. And then when I'll just get right, grab one of those T-shirts now. And they're like, nah, we don't have any. 
You can have a ladies singlet if you like. No, I don't want one. It's weird when the stuff they're promoting. I have that happen a lot when I go and ask for t-shirts at eateries. They have them proudly displayed in the window. And you go ask for them, they're like, what? It's yeah. like they just want to show off by proving that they can make t-shirts. But then they don't ever expect to sell any. Yeah, I, that's a, this is the second time it's happened this trip. Where I tried to buy a t-shirt in a shop that shouldn't really be selling them. They got them for sale, and then I go to buy one they don't have them. Maybe that's why it takes us so long to shift shirts on this podcast, is because people have just been burnt too many times by restaurants. <laughs> They're like, they don't really have shirts. Yeah. This is all just some little joke on their website. No, uh, shirts are selling all right. Okay, so, um, yeah, what, what's your favourite? I mean, it's, oh. it's it was over before it even begun. Yeah. In-N-Out Burger. It's got to be In-N-Out Burger every this time. This is like a bit of a Pulp Fiction where we sort of, the, the end was, you know, the beginning was the end, really. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I would say, not that we got to go to one in LA, but for me, Shake Shack of your American chain. Shake Shack edges out In-N-Out, I reckon. Really? Uh, yeah, I would go that over In-N-Out, but... Um, yeah, for your for your West Coast, it's got to be out of out of Carl's Junior. Uh, no, we didn't get to Carl's Junior. Wendy's and Jack in the Box. They were pretty. And to be and thinking back on them now, the two of those are pretty interchangeable. I reckon. Yeah. I don't reckon there's any difference between those chains. Mm, I would have put Wendy's last. When, Wendy's would be yeah, yeah, based on the side. Ba- actually, no, based on the hash thing that you had. Yeah. Jack in the Box is going to edge it ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah, we look. We did it. You know, we we put ourselves on the line for the sake of content. Yeah. We, I, I shudder to think of the damage that we've done to ourselves. <laughs> this was not enjoyable at all by the end of it. But Man, hey, I'm so I'm so looking forward to going home and eating properly now. Yeah, yeah. I'm already fantasizing about the big salad I'm going to have as soon as I get home. Mm. But hey, you know, maybe we can. Who knows? Maybe we'll get a burger on this flight. I'll come and find you. I'll sit with the recorder, and we can uh, sit. And we can do one of these God. on the plane. <laughs> Yeah, we, this will be the classic thing because we're leaving late at night as well. Yeah. You know, a classic trick where you get on the plane. I'm going to be buggered. Yeah. Get on the plane and uh, just as you want to go to sleep. No, no, no. Two hours uh, into the flight at midnight, you you need a, ne- a meal, don't you? At yeah. Midnight? And we're just nah. gonna we're just gonna go by you know the time that's somewhere, not where you're from, not where you're going. Anyway, it's uh it's breakfast time now. We've decided two oh. hours into this flight that left at 10 p.m. Who is getting onto a plane at midnight and going? There better be food. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Not eating at any of these restaurants yeah. here. No, no, no. no. Saving myself yeah. for I'm that not... sweet fucking congealed egg. <laughs> I'm not eating at 10 p.m. <laughs> I'm not a fucking idiot. I'm saving myself till midnight. All right. Well, speaking of the flight, we are maybe in danger of missing out, so we'd better wrap this up and head down to gate number 150, back to Australia. Hopefully we make it. Otherwise, this sweet content is going to be lost to the ages. Mm. Um, hey, I hope you've enjoyed this, guys. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, take these recommendations on board if you're ever visiting Los Angeles. And we'll see you next time. See, see ya, mate. We should have gone in and out again yeah. at the end. Which, because there is one at the airport, so we should have just done... Oh, we yeah. shouldn't have bothered with trying to get a new chain in for the last one. We should have just done a victory lap. So now, I don't know if we've talked about this on the show before, but this is, a, this is an awesome trick 
a little tip for you guys if you if you're flying in and out of LAX if you if you check in early and, and you want to kill three four hours you know you've got that sort of time or if you've got like a connection or something yeah yeah this is what you do and now I believe this is still the case what happens is you go out and you get on the spotted little um, bus mm. that takes you out to the LAX uh, carport car, uh, car park yeah, one of the car mul- parks there's multiple long term car parking yep. car parks if you go to the spotted spotted bus yeah, the one spotted bus. yeah it takes you out to where your car is mm. you don't have a car yeah. next door is in and out burger yeah. so you just go there you get a free trip free to ride. an in yeah. it's about a what a 5-10 minute drive yeah. out of the airport it is I, awesome I got on the bus once thinking that they were going to like you know like I was going to be under the pump about my car yeah. And so I went on the front foot and got on the bus and went, I'd just like to go and pick up my Mercedes, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so do that, guys. Um, it was given to me, that tip was given to me by someone in the airport years ago mm. where I was like, oh, I've got three hours to go. What do I do? And he got, the guy goes straight away, in and out burger, just go and get on that bus. And right. I'm like, all right, this, that's a fucking weird selling point that's of LAX airport. Tip. But um, you, yeah, you go out there um, and the planes are just like come in over your head. Yeah, yeah. So it's a bit. It reminds me a bit of Koh Samui, where we're on the beach and the mm-hmm. planes are going just yeah. directly over your head, like really close. It's the Koh Samui of, of Los Angeles. It's like a the Castle Theater restaurant. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally. So um, totally. Do that's that'd be one of my biggest tourism tips for Los Angeles. Yeah. Go to the kind airport. Of my only tourism tip <laughs> for Los Angeles. Go to the airport and get a free bus to In and Out Burger. Yeah. It's uh that was really good. I was really disappointed that we didn't get an opportunity to eat at Carl's Jr. because I'm pretty sure we've been there before on one yep. of our US jaunts and I remember it as being very good. Yeah. However. They have started to push into Australia. Did you know this? Don't they have like one store in they Queensland? Have they have one at Batau. Uh, no, they have one at Brisbane Airport. Right. And then they have one at Batau Bay. Yeah. I hope I'm saying that correctly. On right. the central coast of New South Wales, population eleven thousand. I know that one. That's been there a couple of years. Been there, and it, you know, you sort of go because they off chains often do that where they start off in kind of a small place to kind of test the waters. So. But this is the weird thing because I saw them kind of making a lot of noise that they were opening that up and you sort of think, here we go. Now it's going to fucking yeah. – all of a sudden they'll be everywhere. It's just been there for like four years now and they have no, their big expansion has been to open up in Brisbane Airport. Yeah, that's weird. What are they doing? Yeah. What, are they, what, what do they want to happen? Hey, yeah. you know what? Maybe <laughs> it's getting shouted out on this podcast. Fuck. Oh, how far away from Brisbane is it? Oh, no, it's, it's, in, it's in New South Wales. The other one's in New South Wales. It's on the central coast. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, all right. Well, I guess we, we're going to Brisbane. I don't know whether this gets comes I, out before or after. Yeah, well, the last time I flew out of Brisbane was str- directly after a show that we did. Right. Um, so by the time I got to the airport, the Carl's Jr. was closed. Oh. However, this time I've deliberately booked a flight around a mealtime oh, so nice. that I can get in and sample Carl's Jr. at the Brisbane airport. Oh, I haven't booked my flights yet, so uh, I, I know that, that the Auntie Donna boys are big fans of it because they've tweeted themselves there eating at the Carl's Jr. at the Brisbane airport. Right. It seems like all three of them have like gotten on their account and tweeted something about it multiple times. Right. So between those things, it's like there's 27 tweets about Carl's Jr. on the Auntie Donna account. Wow. What? How, how, much, how much forward are... Um, uh, a Brisbane than LA where they've just been smart and put their nice burger joint mm. inside the airport rather than having to get a bus to it. Well, that's the thing. I mean, LAX for being such a big international hub is a shit house airport yeah. in terms of food and options and stuff. It's, it's gotten better. Good. It's gotten better. That bit we were in it was a lot better. But yeah, so uh, yeah, look, Carl's Jr., if you want to really make the big push into Melbourne, Sydney and your big capital cities, hit us up, bro. <laughs> you got to get us on board to start spruiking this thing. Oh. We could be like, do you remember in like 
2005 or six when they had those ads with Paris Hilton in the bikini washing the bikini. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That could be us. Yeah. Oh, they're the ones that have the, the bikini girls mm. in their American ads. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. That could be us here. Yeah, if you want to get rid of that, you know, look, I'm, I'm, I, I don't want to be selfish. I'm just thinking of you guys. I don't want you to be associated with any sort of sexist imagery yeah. that's not cool be these days. Progressive, get two blokes with their big sausages hanging out <laughs> to promote your menu. That's what you should do. Yeah. Um, okay, so thanks for listening, guys. We hope you enjoyed this little bit of a different flavour, pardon the pun, for this week's episode. Um, hey, you know what? You know what I would love? If anyone is in uh, Los Angeles on a holiday coming up, send, do the Dum Dum Reality Tour. Walk past the Saharan Motor Inn, uh, Motor Hotel. Get, get a photo out the front of in and out And know. let us know what you think about our judgments of those places, whether, <laughs> we, we're, whether we're on the ball or not. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, guys, thanks very much for listening. Uh, we've got shows on sale at the moment, littledumdumclub.com, all the T-shirts and stuff at the website. Thanks very much for listening and we'll see you next time. See, see ya, mates. And we are back. Oh, finally. <laughs> it's weird to do intros to stuff that's just more of us. Yeah. And outros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's, um, here's an introduction to this guy. You might know him. It's us. Mm. It's just this, but like with a little break in between. Yeah. Um, so thanks for sticking around for you. Uh, you, th- uh, this is a new setup for us, a relatively new setup where, where the, we've, we're giving people the option of turning off. Uh, and for you committed people that want even more free content, um, this is for you. This is the, this is the bit where we read out the Patreon names where all the people that have supported us. And, and again, thanks very much to everyone who does this because, um, it's a lovely thing of you to do. You, you get the, the show and you get a little chance to show your appreciation. And we, we literally, we very, very, very much appreciate it because it monetizes this show and it keeps it going. And, um, without it, you know, if, I don't know if we could be doing this for six years with no money. I yes. think we would have thrown in the towel by now. So thank you. So what about if we say we just went around the States and we, uh, you know, this episode that people just heard, we were eating hamburgers and stuff at these different chains. What if we say that this week, this week's Patreon names that we're about to read out, mm-hmm. these people funded that specifically. Okay. That's where their money went. All right. Into so, those burgers. So we went to five different burger yeah. places, did we? Yeah. Okay. All right. Nice. Um, Why do you okay. say that? Why do you say that? So, well, I mean, if there's five different burger places we went to, I guess that means that we have to do... We sort of have to mix it up and do five names this week. I guess. Yeah, okay. I mean, I was going to – I'm not even sure if we definitely went to five. I was just going to count in my head, but okay. five sounds five sounds good. Should we should we go back and list them all and figure out whether it was five or not or should we just push on? I think we should just push on. Okay, there's no I'm happy time. to just like take your word for it. All right. Well, it's not really my word. I just, you know, I just guess. I'm, mm. I'm not backing that assumption. But anyway, I'll, look, I'll, I'll, we don't have time. I've literally got to go to the airport very yes, soon. Yes, so. we can't fuck around too much. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, yeah, we can't fuck around too much, which is why we're about to fuck around for a fair while. <laughs> I did suggest to you maybe let's not do the Patreon names for a couple of weeks. Hey. Uh, that that was vetoed immediately. Yes. In be- spite of you being the one who's on the tighter time schedule. Exactly, because you know what? I'm feeling for the listeners, and mm-hmm. I know that this is their favourite part. <laughs> uh, thank you to Patreon subscribe. How many, how many were we doing again? Five. Right. Five. Okay. Thank so you it's to pay- early for people at home. Right. Thank you to Patreon subscriber 
David Plant. David Plant? Yeah. Well. He's planted his hand in his pocket and he's pulled it out with some cash for us. Mm-hmm. He's put a little seed in the ground. He's, oh. he's given it a bit of a water each day and then yep. wouldn't you know it, a big old money tree's popped up. Yeah. He's, um, it's he... 8 a.m. for people listening. This <laughs> may not have the same kind of usual <laughs> flair that it does because we've both just woken up. And we we went out last night. We were at a party <laughs> yes. last night. So, yes. no, this is no, this stands up. This yeah. stands up. This is this is us. I can I can see both of us. We're both going, rubbing our eyes and going, no, let's get funny. Yeah. No, that's going to happen real soon. Yeah. Um, maybe this will be the best one we've ever done. And then now, and then we'll just go, we have to do these at 8 a.m. every time from now on. Yeah. It's unlikely. It's the comedy It's based hour. on so far. I mean, most, most comedy clubs are open at 8 a.m. Because mm-hmm. that's when, when performers and audiences both want to have a really good time. I did a gig in Los Angeles where by the time I went on, it was pretty close to 8 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that was the best gig you ever did, yeah? <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Great. Um, well, thanks, David Plant. You just paid for In-N-Out Burger. Yeah. Oh, excellent. Oh. Well, good choice, David. Wow. Not the first time I've paid for a bit of In-N-Out. Um, what, what? You've... Wait. You've, hang on. You've paid for sex before. Yeah. For... <laughs> Don't know why I just admitted that. <laughs> Must be something about 8am. Just the just the honesty. I, th- I think the next Patreon subscriber paid for that for you, Okay, let's go. What yeah. have we got? Thank you to Patreon subscriber Michael Keane. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> it sounds like... It sounds like... Michael Keane, that sounds like... You. That's probably the fake name you you left when you booked in for sex. Do you reckon he'd uh, Do you reckon he'd ever be, be nicknamed Mustard? Oh King's yeah. Mustard? Someone yeah. would have done that. Yeah. I can't be the first. Yeah. That was I, the first thing I thought of. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's copped that a lot. So we've got to get something else out of out of that name, I think. Um, but yeah, look, harking back to the revelations that you paid for sex. Interesting. Mm. I've not paid for sex. Oh. Well, I just well, want that. I know what you... people are like, and I know there's always someone who's going to take it. Completely at face value, <laughs> and I don't want that out there about me. Right. Not okay. that I have any objection to it. It's just. If oh, so people, you are going to do it then? If people, I think I would do it. Yeah. Would you? I don't think I have any specific objection. Yeah. Like I probably, like I wouldn't. I don't think I ever will. But it's not for lack of. Do you know what I mean? It's not because I think it's like a bad thing to do, or I would like yeah. be opposed to doing it. I'm sort of a little bit impressed by it. Like I don't think I could physically do it. Just because I, it, 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 the way the whole setup of it and going in there with a person I've never met and going, this is a very mechanical mechanical process. Mm. I don't think it would physically work for me. So for people that can do that, I'm like, so what are you trying to say? Does your dick not work? No. Yeah, that's what I'm very much trying to say. No, I, the whole situation doesn't turn me on. So yeah, yeah, right. The bureaucracy of like turning up and yeah, like, yeah, yeah, and being very awkward and going, oh, this is money changing hands, and how is that supposed to inspire me to get in that sort of mood? Yes. So, so what I'm trying to say is, for people that can do that on both sides of it, mm. I'm like, wow, well, like that is some method acting going on. You mm. know, that's yeah. that's that's really pushing things through and making your body do something against its natural. Uh, order, I think. Well, thanks, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have to be very keen, is what I'm saying, to make it all happen. <laughs> Just like you, Michael. Um, wow, this is <laughs> this is from from Michael Keen to this next one, and, and given that topic topic that we're talking about, mm-hmm. this is quite appropriate. Anyway, Frank prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good. That's a good mix of names there, Frank. <laughs> Frank. Yeah. Frank's always a good one to put at the start of I, a fake comedy surname. If you cannot do, if you cannot mention names like that again, because we will get letters, we will get emails of the use of that word, Frank. Please. <laughs> People object to that word. It is. It is. 
sex worker uh, prostitute, okay? It's, it's outdated. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to Patreon subscriber Christopher Horn. Oh, the Horn of Gondor. He has given us the Christopher, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, fe- I'm feeling after after that money you gave us, I'm feeling very Christopher-y. Mm-hmm. Nice. You know, from Austin Powers, do I make you Christopher-y? You know that quote? <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. Um, wow, that's... I like it. I like it as a name, but mm. that's that's in the tough childhood category. Yeah, totally, totally. Christopher Horn. Yeah. What are you? I mean, I think I think that's a guy, Christopher Horn. And you know, we we get to know a few of our listeners through the social medias. The, the names ring bells, uh, or horns, as it were. But this guy, I think, is one of these guys that um, sends us very excellent illustrations on the social medias. So oh. I think he he's done a few little cartoons. Oh, okay. Yeah. And um so very very happy for you to continue doing that whenever the the fancy takes you. Whenever Speaking you get... of which, let's give a quick shout out again to the Dum Dum 90s account on Twitter. Oh yeah. Which the other day made a meme of us that was my fav- one of my favorite current meme formats. It was us and it was he protect, he attack but most importantly, she'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Hey, we really appreciate all the people that um, make a make a bit of content on the on the social media. So yeah, keep that up. All the, all those. Yeah, I mean, have a look at all the fake dum dum accounts that that happened about a year or two ago. If you're ever thinking, if you're ever thinking, should I do this? And you're in doubt about like, uh, and these guys to think I, I'm weird or whatever. Please do it because it is very much appreciated. Yeah. Like we genuinely love seeing that stuff, especially if it's good. Dum Dum 90s is, is the standout though. Yes. It's, yes. It's, 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 he's a guy that I'm like, I don't know who he is and I don't want to know no, who he same. is. same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just like, my favorite Batman figure that just swoops in. I'm like, wow, thank, I'm glad you're around. My favorite Twitter account is Seinfeld2000 and I, they, I read a story about who the guy actually is and I, I wish I had not seen it. Right. Because he's like some – very well-educated guy, works at an ad agency or something, and I was right. like, oh, I kind of like the idea that he's just some fucking mental case, yeah, just yeah, yeah. locked in a basement somewhere, just yeah. an actual insane person. Yep. Um, thanks, thanks, uh, thanks, Christopher Horn. Thanks, Horn. Thanks, uh, thanks, Horn Dog. Yeah, Horn Dog, yeah. Is Horn that what you've talked? What's the worst one? Horn Dog Millionaire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's a good one. That's, that's a new one yeah. that you have never gotten, Christopher yeah. Horn. Um Wow, all right. But speaking of nicknames for people through the Patreon, we're doing this in Sydney where we uh, were reunited the other night with Paul the Squirter McWhirter. Yeah. A man who – it feels like we really changed the course of his life <laughs> with that Patreon read. Yeah, I think we did too <laughs> in some small minor way because he – He's lent into it. He's he's now self-identifying as Squirter. Yeah. Like after emailing us to say that he'd been repressing it for years and years and years, he's now just owning it. Yeah, and um, he's looking good. We we He came to Kosamui with us. Mm. Um, he was part of the festival over there, uh, an attendee, and then I think we can say this – he, he I think to, we already have said this. Yeah, yeah. He went to rehab straight after that. So we, we he had a big – Already planned before the festival, we should say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we That festival didn't make people need to go to rehab <laughs> in particular. That was already – it was a last planned blowout. He went to rehab. Then we saw him at the Opera House the other night, which is an episode coming up. Um, and he was looking good. He it's looks very him, good. It's done mm. him very well. Mm. So um, good for you, Squirter. Do you want to fuck Squirter by the sounds of it? Well, when I give a compliment to anyone, that's – that's you know I can't get it up for a sex worker, yes. but for squirter, for squirter. <laughs> yeah. As long as as long as it's for free, I think that's it. I yeah, c- okay. I can't 
paying for something mm. makes my penis go limp. That's, yes. That's what it is. Yes. So if, if you're giving them out for free squirter, I'm uh, raging and ready for you. I'll, I'll give you the Christopher Horn, in fact. Ah, nice. Um, thank you to Patreon subscriber Chris Costa. Chris Costa. Hmm. I feel like we've have we had him before? No, I don't know. I, I recognise the name. Yeah, but maybe I, it's through I, the socials. I think he's so. a repeat offender on the socials. Yeah. Well, uh, Costa. Where do we start with Costa? Costa. So mm. Greek. I'm thinking. Mm. You reckon? This, you don't reckon? This um, this podcast has ended up costing him a little bit of money every <laughs> nice. month. Yeah. Uh, well, if you are Greek and you've chipped into us, I got to say I'm so happy. I'm about to start dancing. And what dance will I be doing? Why Zorba's dance, of course. <laughs> what? How's I don't that, know. How does that come back to anything? I don't know. How have we got a surname like Costa and that's the best we've come up with? <laughs> We're going to dance like Zorba. Gracious of you to say we <laughs> when it was me going rogue. I appreciate you saddling yeah. some of the blame for that. I'm, ha- I'm happy to stand in front. Uh, I see the bullet coming and it's grazed <laughs> me on the way through and I'm, ha- I'm, I'm fine with that. I've stepped in front of it. I copped it. Um, Chris Costa. Uh, fuck, it really See, is. See, not so easy, is it? I know. Now I mean, that the Zorba stuff's gone, you've got nothing <laughs> left to work with. That's right. I was about to go into the, the Zorba and go, fuck, we've done that. That's the obvious one. <laughs> what else is there? Um, uh, look, Chris, uh, look, it's a bit of alliteration. Chris Costa, CC. I, now, I'm always fascinated by the alliteration in names. I, 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 I can't believe that any parent does it. Mm. I, I find it. I find it bizarre. To me, I would think that's just just stay away from giving your kid a, a first name that's got the same first letter as right. the last name. Just right. stick, stay away from. Question it. for you, yes. Tommy Daslow, with no notice. You today, you get a call. You get a call from um, the sex worker that you went to recently uh. um, that you were talking about in length just before, uh. and she said, "You know how you walked in, you you slapped your your fifty bucks down, mm. and you said." Absolutely nothing but bareback thanks. And then she's come back and gone, okay. And then you've got the call today. Go, congratulations, Tommy. You're going to be a father. What are we going to name the kid? What's the rules? Fucking What's the long-winded rules? way to just ask me <laughs> what I would call a kid. Yes. Have you listened to the Patreon read before? <laughs> I mean, I don't think a sex worker. If I'm, if if she forget is that bit. We're talking alla- about no. The- that's the interesting bit. If she <laughs> okay. is indeed allowing me to go bareback, yes, I I'd like to think she'd have some kind of birth control plan in place. Well, guess what? She didn't. You're now gonna have a kid, Tommy. I just want to debate that it's mine. Right. I'm not. I'm not naming it. I'm going on Maury Povich. Right. <laughs> well, we got through all of that. It's yours. Um, now it's up. Now it's the naming rule. We go on Maury to find out if it's mine, yes. and then we go on Maury a second time to work out what the name's yes, going to be. Yeah. yeah, you're fighting against it, and then the second time you just you know, open I'm your just... arms and you go, "All right, let's do it." Oh, um, so you alliterations can... out, right? So there's no if she, Danny if she, Dasselow, None of that. She goes Donald Dasselow. What nah. do you think? No, nah. you don't. Not into it. Not into it. This is Dean Dean Daslow. No, nah. no. Nah. So you're very much against your kid being a bit of double D. Action. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's not going to take after her mum, obviously. Was that, <laughs> was that all it was, just to run up for you to do that? No, no, that just came to me, and I was yeah. very happy with that. Yeah. Um, so, but like, so there's a bunch of names. What what sort of names would you get rid of? Give us give us a few names from your, you know, the old rule of, say you hated someone in, in, in school. Oh wow! And so now you can't call a kid after that. 
I, you know, I'd be, I'd, I'd, as much as it's like the kind of go-to joke now in stand-up of like how fucking weird people are getting with the naming of their kids, yeah. I would be one of those people. I wouldn't want to give my, I'd, I'd, I'd pick, like I'd go for an interesting name. Oh, you'd go for Not an Not like a Tom or a Daniel or a whatever. Oh. I'd go for, I'd go fucking, you know. Like what? I don't know. Like, give me one example of like, an interesting name. Um, Who's someone you know with an interesting name? Oh. Present company excluded. Like a like you mean like a modern name like a, or a, just a really out there name? Just names that you don't hear that often. You know, like a name just off the top of my head. Not saying I want to call a kid this, but like Tyler. You know, right, like a right, name right. like that that you don't hear all the time. You like that? I like that. Yeah, okay. I like that as a name. What about what? what Why is, am I the one being grilled when you just got married? And if either of us is closer <laughs> to having kids, it's definitely you. <laughs> well. Something I'm on record as saying I do not ever want to do and now I'm being asked to consider this. Yes. Well, I just know something you don't know. I got a call before. (laughs) Why are you fielding the calls about (laughs) me and my pregnancy? This is a very wild and stretched out there hypothetical. There's a lot of things that aren't making sense. Give us, to finish this little bit off, give us a few, give us three names that you would not call your kid because of people you didn't like at school. Um, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't like me even back then in um, school. Yeah, I just knew something about the name just was written in the clouds. To be fair, you would you would literally what if what if your partner comes to you and says, "Yeah, Carl is like a family name. We really, I really want to call our child Carl." Then Fuck, I, that's a tough one. Then I say, "Bye, bitch." <laughs> <laughs> um, Carl Daslo. Uh, I like names of people. I don't. Well, you know, it's it honestly it's like Donald is fucking done forever, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like right. that's gone. You went to school with Donald Trump. Yes. yes. Wow, nice. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. No Donald, no Carl. Um, all right, we've got one more to go. Speaking of fuck names. Um Wait, why'd you say that? Well, I just thought we've had four great names, but law of averages means that we'd probably do a bad oh, one. Oh yeah, okay. Or, or a weird one. Sure, sure. Well, if this is like this actually I'm I'm looking at it now, this is a bit of a weird one. We'll see if this is okay. a name. That, you know, it's very different. I haven't seen this as a first name, actually, this next one. So maybe this could inspire you if you have a child. I'm not having a child. <laughs> but it's it's not planned always. You could accidentally have one. Mm, not likely. No? No. You are accident proof. I've got, I got the snip when I was 15. <laughs> you are officially sterile. Yes. <laughs> right, okay, all right. Well, he's hoping for a little miracle because I want to <laughs> see the Daslo fictional bloodline run on. <laughs> Here we go. Number five for this week, which I believe, if we check my records, is what we said we were going to do, just the five. So here we go. Thank you to Patreon subscriber, okay, General Comedy. General Comedy. Now, do you think this is – this could be one of two things. This could be like a kind of – like a a military-based thing. Mm -hmm. Could very well be. Or it could be just – General comedy, the general very idea of comedy. <laughs> general comedy, not specific comedy. So you not comedy about dogs, right? Just comedy as a you know comedy about anything. So this is sort of instead of a person sponsoring this week, this is like a genre yes. sponsoring us yes. this week. The first genre, yeah, that has given us money. Well, which do you what? Which do you think it is? Because there's. Uh, is sometimes when the comedy family or, or people with the, the the last name comedy have chipped in, there's been some kind of follow up information. I, yeah, you're right. Is that I coming? I haven't read down that far yet, but but it's a good point that you make. But I, I would also like to suggest another option, which is given what you've just been saying, you like these interesting names that you don't see every day. Maybe this is just a guy with that interesting where the, the dad has just gone. Your name is General. Oh, that's not bad. It's just a Christian name. It's not a bad name, actually. It sounds yeah. pretty good. Yeah. General Dasselow? Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> 
That's all that right. is a great first name now. General I'm Dasselot. To think about Especially it. paired with Dasselot. It sounds really good. <laughs> yeah. General. So you've got. Imagine you as like a five-year-old going into primary school and it's like, oh, hello, General Dassler. I was mm. like, wow, this guy has gone up through the ranks very fucking quickly. What, how, did he, how did he get up there? What has he done? How many kills has he got under mm. his belt yeah. to get to General? This kid must be a psycho. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At age five. Yeah. That's impressive. So, look, uh, there is – yeah, this is, we can only speculate on this one, on general comedy, because there's, not, there's no details put here this mm-hmm. week. Oh, so okay, I, no details. I would like to think – that I'm, you know, I'm going to go out there and, and say it unless we get hear anything otherwise that this kid is just – that's just his first name, General Comedy. He's, okay. not, he's not actually in the army or anything like that. Okay. It's just a very well thought out thing for his future. Maybe his parents are uh, military fans and they've just put the name out there to sort of inspire him to go into the military. And so we have no idea where he fits in in the comedy family tree. You yeah. Know, he's kind of an outlier. Yeah. So well, you need fair, to – for the for the real heads out there updating the family tree, he's yep. going to have to kind of just sit in like a kind of a question mark category, I, I guess. I am happy for the people that are making the comedy family tree to put them where they believe he belongs, uh, whether he is a child. Oh, you're offering up a bit of creative license. Yes. Right, right. Totally. Well, if, if, if general comedy is not going to give us the full details, I'm happy for, for us to um, uh, create the, the background for him. Yep. Um, or her. Or her. Yep. Can you be a general? And is there a gen- is there a female version of general? Or is oh it my just God. general? Let's I'd, not get into this. I don't know. But you're saying it's just a name, so of course it could be a, a, a but woman. I, I don't know if that's a boy or a girl's name. General. Ah, well, okay. Mm. Could be anything. Who yep. knows? Yep. Well, uh, thanks, general. Thanks, general. Uh, thank you too. If you are related to, we have had a surname uh, comedy that's chipped in a few times. So if you oh, are yeah. related to those guys at all. Um, you know, thank, thanks, thank you. Thanks once again. And thanks to everyone who uh, contributes on Patreon. We really appreciate it. Uh, so, yes, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Come and see us in Melbourne, Perth and Canberra. Get a T-shirt, littledumdumclub.com. Let us know if you enjoyed this episode because, once again, this is a, a bit of a different sort of episode that yes. we, we, we thought we'd have a – have a crack at because uh, you seem to enjoy the one where we went and uh, chased Matthew Delavadova. So yes. we thought, well, here we go. This is on brand. Um, let us know if you like this and whether we should be doing anything like this in the future. Mm. And we're still waiting for more submissions for a sign-off for the end of these things. Oh, yeah. So as we always say at the end of the <laughs> Patreon read. Yes. Um, see you, mate. Time to go to the airport. Oh, yeah, i got to go. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you.